Yeah, I just started recording because I need to tell you how fucking pissed off I am at you for making me watch this goddamn movie. <laughs> I needed. It's like The Ring. <laughs> it's like the movie in The Ring. <laughs> Like, you have to spread it on or it'll kill you. Yeah, I, like, I saw it, and it, it's actually funny, because I think it has been, like, almost exactly a week since I watched it the first time, and I was like, I need to pass this pain on to somebody else. So you're saying, by doing this podcast, we are dooming people to a f- uh, fate worse than death. Yes, um, and that's the movie Swiped. <laughs> I... I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this is the worst movie we've ever watched. I thought you were going to stop watching it. I wanted to. I really wanted to, and I genuinely thought about it. Like, I'll just, like, fake it the last 30 minutes when we get there. I know you I, I know, know you didn't. Happening. That's why I didn't say anything, because I was just like, I'll see what he does. <laughs> and, then, and then I got your text, and I was like, okay, he did finish it. <laughs> Ugh. It, like... Might be the worst movie I've ever seen, just flat out. Yeah. Should we... Before we get into it? (laughs) Should we have beginning banter? I don't know. I'm angry. I'm physically (laughs) mad. My bones hurt. (laughs) My skin hurts. But that's just the severe sun poisoning I have. The bones are for swiped, though. The bones are for swiped. You're welcome. I'm mad at you. Like, we're having our first fight right now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I've just been waiting. But I don't I saw I saw it and I was just like I need I just need to talk about it. I understand why. Yeah. I'm definitely full of feelings. <laughs> I cannot say it didn't make me feel something. Yeah. It was not it was boring. It was so boring, but I'm still angry. Like, I'm not just, like, apathetic, like I am to most boring movies. We'll get into it once we actually start the episode. But, like, the message for this movie is, like, very... It's very obvious, but also unclear at the same time. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's... It's spot on. (laughs) It's, like, on the nose, but also hard to read. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed that explanation. <laughs> That's exactly what this movie is. Um. Okay, should we start it? Are you ready? Yep. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Did we ever come up with something to start the episodes with? Oh, like a fan name? Yeah. Oh, um, we didn't. (laughs) Great. (laughs) How about, okay, one star. Let's, let's, let's play with that. Let's spitball. Multiple stars. Um, constellations. The sun. What's, uh, what's constellation, the... Not hey Orion's belt. <laughs> I was gonna, what's the astrology? We could be like hey Hi, you, astrologers. I was gonna say hey you pieces of cancer. Oh God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
unclear where to go from here. <laughs> yeah, the moment I stopped believing in astrology is when people tried to tell me that Aquarius, the aqua Aquarius, is an air sign. That was the moment when they lost me. I don't really know. I don't necessarily believe in it, but I also don't not believe in it. I'm in like this weird limbo where I just kind of think it's fun. Mm-hmm. So you like to judge people based off of how they were born? I Well, I just do that on my own. <laughs> I don't need a set rule book for that. I mean, but I'm saying if we're judging people off their time of birth, what's the difference between judging them off of their familial history you know where does it stop where does it end am i saying astrologers are racist maybe it did seem like you were going there you were heading in that direction i'm not gonna commit to the take but i'm gonna throw it out into the open so what's up you racists welcome to (laughs) one star I was going to call them Little Dippers. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, that's so good. <laughs> I love that. Hey, you Little Dippers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, welcome to One Star, a bad movie podcast. A uh, podcast where we talk about mad... <laughs> okay. Mad movies? <laughs> talk about... Well, it's not wrong in this case. <laughs> so everyone on this film was mad. <laughs> uh a podcast where we talk about bad movies uh, that have one pseudo-celebrity in them. I'm Lauren. And I'm 50% Frosted Tips, 50% gold, Bowl Cut, and 100% Your Worst Nightmare. <laughs> Quinn. Okay. <laughs> it's important to me that anyone goes and Googles this movie to see this person's haircut that that was referring to. It's really the only must-see thing in the movie. <laughs> that and when she was tripping, when she tripped when walking and reading. Oh yeah, <laughs> those two things, and they're in the first three minutes of the movie. <clears throat> oh boy, this uh, is gonna. I feel like this is maybe the shortest movie we reviewed, but it will most likely be the longest podcast. I have. Just so many things to say. Um, just, we haven't, we haven't never really seen a movie. Sorry, no, where just every scene is shit. <laughs> There's not a good moment. I've just never seen that before. <laughs> Even in movies, I hate with every bone in my body. There's still like parts where I'm like, ah, cool. But like this alone, this everything sucks. I, the only like compliments I had to stuff were simply like acting choices like the way that they chose to deliver a line are the only like good things i have about this movie i can't even give it that the only there's not many there is not many there's like two or three specific (laughs) line readings (laughs) i told you the only nice thing i can say about this movie is whoever they cast as noah siento's dad Mm mm-hmm could actually be his dad. They really like they did a full Punnett square apparently because but, they, they even the have the same mouth. <laughs> Maybe it was his dad. I, I it really freaked me out how similar they were. So I was impressed with that. But what about the main character's dad? 
Oh, you mean by casting someone arguably of a different ethnicity? <laughs> like, that's a great choice, right? <laughs> it literally was like, him and the mom looked like they could be mo- mo- like mother and child. And the guy and the daughter looked like mother and child. But they did not look like a family. <laughs> the, the guy and the daughter looked like mother and child. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. Father and child. Um... <laughs> I think we briefly mentioned it in the cold open, but we're talking about the movie Swiped, which With- was, I thought was a Netflix movie, but turned out to be a made-for-DVD te- made movie. Yeah, even Netflix would not have ordered this. No, although they are paying to stream it. What, like six bucks? Yeah. I think strictly because it has Noah Centineo in it, who I'm going to give the one star. Well, it's that or the the mom from Good Luck Charlie. So (laughs) it's a toss up. You guys can choose it from there. Or who's your one star? Who's your (laughs) one who we know their name? No, who's the, the grandpa? Isn't he famous? Probably. He just was real tan. That's all. That's the main thing I got from him. George Hamilton, he's like known for just having that face. <laughs> By looking like if Ken got melted a little. <laughs> yeah, he's in stuff. You know what he was in? What? Pushing Daisies. As whom? Ned's father for one <gasps> episode. I, oh my god, you're right. I just rewatched it too. <laughs> but you feel real stupid now, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm big dumb dumb. How can we find out when this was filmed? Uh, I don't know. That was like a yawn with a pondering sound at the same time. I also think it's important to note that it has a 3.2 review on IMDb, which is, I think, the lowest well, we've here, ever done. Let- I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has 20% for critics, which, yeah, makes sense. But then it has 68 for audience score. Oh, who is Like, what doing the fuck? It? I think we're going to have to steal a segment from How Did This Get Made just for this movie and talk about the five-star reviews. Okay. Because I just, I genuinely need to understand these people's thinking. On IMDb or... Uh, I, I have IMDb's up, and we can okay. do them at the end. But I just, I, I want to really get into their thought process, because it's confusing to me. We need everyone to learn about how bad this movie was before we start talking about how wrong everybody is giving it five stars. Guys, why haven't you just learned to trust us unconditionally? Why do we have to give reasons for our opinions to you? Like, who the fuck do you think we are? Um, before we get into this movie we do want to kind of uh i guess pay our respects in a way we have released an episode since the news but we recorded it previously we here at one star have uh in multiple episodes talked about how much we both are just really big fans of the descendants movies mm-hmm. so we just want to kind of pay our respects to Cameron Boyce, uh, his family, his friends, everyone that, you know, enjoyed his work. Um, He sadly passed away at the age of 20, and we just want to kind of acknowledge that as people who have um, 
very frequently complimented, I guess, his work. Um, yeah. I, I, honestly, I love Jesse, too. It was, yeah. <laughs> he was great in that, too. He was on, He was a great, like, young actor, and I, I think he had a really bright future ahead of him, and it's just really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured it was a better time to bring this up now, because I am going to bring up Dove Cameron later. I'm excited to find out why. <laughs> fun spoiler. Um, and I didn't want uh, that to kind of like seem disingenuine, um, but we did want to kind of acknowledge it um, and talk about it just very briefly because um, uh, we, do, we do really enjoy the, those movies and we talk about it very, very often. So we just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. And now back to talking about this shitty movie. <laughs> There's no good transition, so let's just talk about it. I, I just want to know, like, when in the events of, like, him filming Sierra Burgess and him filming uh, To All the Boys I Love Before that he filmed this movie. Like, it had to have been before those were popular, right? See, I think I agree because of... He wouldn't have agreed to do it. And because of how this movie ends. I think that was filmed later. Oh! To capitalize on his popularity. To make him seem better of a person. Yeah. Because this is the weirdest ending to a movie I've ever seen. On top of everything else. He has a a better redemption than the main character of the movie. Oh, he really does. It's not even a redemption, though. It's he not even like, a redemption. He just a, has a, a better total, ending. A total switch of character. So this was released November 6, 2018. And there's, like, nothing about it on the internet. No, I can't find anything. I mean, I can see why. To All the Boys I Love Before was released... August 17th, 2018. So it was released, what is that, two months, three months later? That makes perfect sense. Um, And Sierra Burgess, even though I have been vocal about the fact that I did not like this movie, but he... People still September 7th. So this was kind of released on the tail end of his popularity between those two movies. Yeah, definitely was just trying to be the next one in the line without any of the effort or goodness. Like, I I, I know, I know Sierra's bad, but at least, like, the people behind it, like, had talent in some way. Yeah, like, it's not, (laughs) it wasn't, like, written, directed, and produced by one woman. (laughs) One bitter woman. (laughs) I was gonna say, which to me is a twist. Did you not know that? Well, I know. I knew it, but, like, watching the movie, it's, like, surprising to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why my point before where I am unclear what the, what the, what the message of this movie is. (laughs) I think he probably filmed these all within the, like, the same handful of months. Mm Mm-hmm. And where he was just, I don't think he expected himself to get very popular. You mean how, because he plays the same character in everything? This is a different character, though. You're right. This is the most reflective is... of what I think real Noah Santos like. 
<laughs> yeah, what's your what's your opinion on him? Okay, so I followed him on Instagram for a while. I still might because I just get lazy to unfollow people. Mm-hmm. But like, he felt like you know that Ryan Gosling meme where it's like, "Hey, girl, the most you know the most beautiful person in the world." Look yeah. at the first word in this sentence. Yeah, like, I feel like that, he's that like the personified. Cheesy, like, my this sweater is made out of boyfriend material. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's he, him in real life. Like, yeah. that's his, who he is. Like, like a thirst trap for teens is, like, just <laughs> his whole personality. Spot on. But, I, so it's like, at that point, at that, at that aspect, I, I kind of hate him. But also, mm. he's very endearing in a way, which is, like, I don't hate him. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I really liked all the boys I loved before. Oh, I did too. I loved yeah. it. And I cannot wait for that sequel, especially since Jordan Fisher's in it. You mean the other thirst trap for tweens? But he doesn't post what Noah Centineo posts. Uh, uh, see, I was, I was just going to say, thinking about it, you are the most likely person I know to fall for the thirst traps for tweens. <laughs> no, I don't fall for it. I recognize it, and I recognize that that's what that is. I don't fall for it. Uh, and respect it a little bit. What? You're, you're like, me too. What? <laughs> I'm saying, deep inside of you, there is a tween girl. No, I don't fall for that kind of stuff. I really don't. The kind of stuff that's like video like hey you you're special like that that kind of shit absolutely not but i'm saying is that not exactly what the jonas brothers were not to this not to this degree okay he's very like cuz like his tweets this is not the best example but like maddie b <laughs> <laughs> he does the same kind of shit that Jacob Sartorius or whatever, he does hey, the same kind of stuff. Don't disrespect Millie Bobby Brown's ex-boyfriend in front of me. Um, I will all the time, forever and always. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, I don't know what was going on in her head. But, like, that kind of, like, weird, uh, like, will anyone ever love me? Like, while your shirt's off, that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh... I don't want to school today. I, go to school today. I'm too in love. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. I I don't. I do not fall for that. Now, if it's just like a shirtless picture, then okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just Michael Yerger, then okay. <laughs> uh, that's for the snuffed fans. <laughs> and really, I know you're just. Out there. And um, if you feel like looking it up, you'll be a fan then, too. You'll be a fan. Uh, Michael Yerger on, on Instagram. <laughs> Check him out. Yeah, um, helping promote this very successful model. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the push that you really need. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's that, that kind of, like, I recognize it, and it kind of really irritates me, and it irks me, and I'm like, ugh. But also, he is... Very charming on award shows. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not as a loyal viewer of the Kids' Choice Awards as you are. Um, so how I'm, dare I'm, you? 
I, what else? So, like, the Teen Choice Awards, um... Yeah, anything MTV with movie awards, awards, kids I'm choice just really awards. Really not that big into. I, me and me and my, our, my, I almost said our brother. <laughs> me and <laughs> yes, my brother. Yes, part of the family. <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother Tyler watch them all the time. So, and he's never watched any movie with Noah Centineo in it. He only knows him solely from his award like speeches. And he's like, I'll be honest, he's a fan, he's charming. <laughs> and honestly, like, he is. He's very good at a like award show speeches. Like he's very charming and it makes me like him. And then when um Sierra Burgess came out, I kept like watching interviews with him and not like in an obsessive way, but like in like a like I was a like research kind like, of way. almost. I was like just trying to figure out. I was like, "Am I a fan of this person? I cannot tell." And the funny thing is, though, it was before I watched Sierra Burgess, and they kept asking him if he's ever been catfished, and he kept being like, "Yeah, I have been catfished." And, all this stuff. and I was like, "Why do they keep asking him this question?" I, I guess the plot is catfished. The, it is OG catfishing. It is the plot. I mean, it is like catfish, but it was like I just felt so bad for him. It was like every time he goes and does like press, he has to talk about the time he got catfished. <laughs> um, Who gets catfished? I'll say it. I've decided to take a stance against people who get catfished. <laughs> I, I'd say grow up and get a camera. Yeah. Get an iPhone, FaceTime. Yeah, that's one what star I... official stance. <laughs> yeah, we're the, we one star is against victims. <laughs> okay, so that's your opinion on no Centineo. I feel better. I knowing just that... deep down, I know he's like called a woman a bimbo before. You know. Yeah, like this. He's. I feel like in real life, he's much more. Uh, Lance Black than he is uh, Peter Kavinsky. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lance... we all have to go through that phase. We have to get through our Lance Bass. What? Lance Bass? <laughs> <laughs> we have to get through our Lance Blacks, have a few Lance Basses in there, but at the end of the day, we will find our Peter Kavinsky's. Yeah. So are, are you are you ready? Ready for any... Okay, the general plot, I'd say, of this movie is... Um, or, as you said in your text to me, sex. <laughs> that's the main plot of this movie. Oh, I also should I should preface um, that I have watched this movie before, and it was a week ago, because I, it just came on, and I knew that he had come up with a movie recently, and I thought it was that one, and it was this one instead. And I had made a mistake, and I just had to spread that with other people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm still upset. I, this, I'm just genuinely upset you made me watch this movie. <laughs> but it was like, I was watching it, and I was like, we have to do it. I just have to talk about it. I just need to express my feelings about it. I understand. There's this movie called The Dressmaker. That came out in 2015, and I don't know a single person who has seen it. And I've been holding in these feelings for four years, and I'm just waiting for someone I know to watch it so I can talk about it. I haven't even heard of it. Exactly! <laughs> it's um, so hard. But you have a perfect platform where you can just 
force me into being your little pawn in your little game. <laughs> I was going to say this is payback for a uh, uh, Christmas horror story. I didn't, But, like, I didn't hate that movie as much as you did. I did not expect I, the amount of hate that you were going to get give off for that. I just really just did not. I don't know why. I just did not like it. That's not this movie. So swiped. It starts with... So we have our main guy, whose name is James. And kind of... Oh, the, the main plot is sex. We already discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> so he is, like, listening to this video on his phone of this guy who I guess is maybe, like, an Elon Musk type? I... Question mark? He's... He's, like, a YouTuber. If Elon Musk was 11... And then also a YouTuber. And not rich. Maybe, but had influence. He wasn't 11. You know what I mean. Young. Young. Yeah. Um, and also wrote a science book. <laughs> a computer science book. I thought the teacher wrote that book. I don't really know. At all. I just wrote down that I don't believe that that guy is a science person. Oh, not at all. No. His hair was, like, too long. It was, like, middle school length. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I meant by 11. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, Lance Black is the douchiest name I've ever heard. It, ew, they re- she knew what she was writing, at least. She knew the character well. Yeah, that's Noah Centineo's character. Um, and uh, so he has a, a younger sister who hates him. Like, every character is just so mean sometimes. They're all... And even the main character was mean to the little sister later. So it's like, okay, well... And the mom breaks into her ex's apartment. Oh, yeah. They just brought that out of nowhere. (laughs) We'll get there. But, like, there's no good character in this movie. And then her mom is like, don't let... Because they're moving... They're moving uh, James in, the mom and the sister, and she says, don't let your computer be your only friend, and James goes, I won't, I have this, and points to his cell phone. Teens! <laughs> and then and then he says, one day I'll code an app that'll really make a difference. I, and then when he's talking about like all the apps he's done, how is he not the host of like the coding show? Yeah. Like, this man should be the most successful coder in the world in terms of, like, being a good person. 17 iOS apps and, like, 11 for Android or something dumb. And they all, like, help homeless people. Yeah. Like, they all have, like, a charitable cause and, like, how no one knows about him or, like, paid for him to go to an expensive college. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways. the, The mom and the sister... So when he walks in, he has a suitcase and about five shirts on hangers that he's carrying. And the sister's using all of her arm space on two pillows. <laughs> and the mom has, like, three bags. And that's how much he needed for college, apparently. Things that disturbed they me. left. Huh? Things that disturbed me. He yeah. did not make his bed. He did no. not put sheets on. He did not do anything. He just opened his laptop and shoot his family out of the room 
Like Yeah, and just was like, better be on my computer. Put down a rug. Set up a shower caddy. I don't know. Like, Build move something. In. <laughs> but then the best part is, so he has a suitcase and, um, like, five shirts. So you're like, oh, well, the rest of his clothes must be in that suitcase. And then he sits down to be on the computer and he goes to pull something out of his suitcase, like headphones, and the suitcase is empty! <laughs> it's just it's, headphones. It's just <laughs> headphones. <laughs> and then Lance walks in and goes, you must be my soon-to-be transferred to another college roommate. Jokes. Which, but I don't, like, why? <laughs> oh, I don't get the joke. <laughs> it's an important distinction. Is is he saying like, oh yeah, I know I'm shit. I know you're gonna want to leave me. Most people do. I think that's exactly what he's saying, which is very sad. Oh, and okay, here's another thing. They are all freshmen. There's not a yes. chance in hell he's the cool guy on campus. No, he's a fucking freshman. How has he had sex with half the girls on campus Exactly. Already? Nobody out of the dorms is going to have sex with somebody in the dorms. Right. Correct. It took me a second to understand what you were saying. <laughs> it, you got it. And, like, how are these girls... The year just started. How are they all already in sororities if they are in freshmen? Why yeah. is everyone at the school a house that quickly? Why is everyone at the school a computer science major? <laughs> I I wrote down, oh convenient that every character we've been introduced to is in this class. <laughs> why um, why did these people who don't you know how to use computers apparently, why did they decide to major in computer science? I don't know. <laughs> well, how come everyone is a computer science major? That doesn't make any sense. Well, then we go to perhaps my favorite scene. <laughs> Which um, was, we later find out, is um, Hannah talking to a boy. <laughs> okay, first of all, was this like a mall? Was this the okay. student union? I was confused. We, I think it was a mall. And at first... I rewound, I rewound, and I was like, I can't tell if they're in line for a movie, but they're not. They very clearly say that they will not take dates to movies <laughs> multiple times in this movie. What were they in line for? But I don't think they were in line. I think they were just all standing so close to each other for some reason. No, they were in line. They had were to be they? in line. I don't know if they were in line. They were standing in a line. No, they weren't. They were sh they were standing in like an L shape. Yeah, like a line. Next to a wall. A line but, that has a bend in it. But what were they in line for? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> That's why I assumed it was a movie. No one, they didn't care where they were going. <laughs> that is true. The person who wrote this movie was like, eh, they're just, they're there. They're in line. <laughs> this is like one of those movies where you can tell every character only exists, like, when they're on screen. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not doing anything other than 
speaking a line in this movie. Yeah, like, as soon as they're off screen, they just, the character ceases to exist in really any character's mind, too, until they're back on screen. Yeah, people only exist when they're looking at each other. Yeah, there's no object permanence in this movie. <laughs> um, so, they're standing there. Well, we... we well, this is also after our main character assumingly buys dinner at a candy shop. Uh, yeah, so I was about to text Lauren, why is there a novelty 50s-style candy shop in this movie? <laughs> and why is that where he got dinner? Yeah. I don't know. And so I was going to text you this, but instead what happened was I saw the most violent haircut I have ever seen on <laughs> screen. It's a choice. It's and evil. I don't, know, I don't know if it was his or, like, the stylist of the movie. I don't know what happened. Okay, think the greasy guy <laughs> in a trench coat from your Algebra 2 class. <laughs> but in his hair, think his haircut. You know, like, the middle part, kind of greasy, kind of, like, down to his ears long. But, okay, now imagine that blonde, but with dark roots. <laughs> It's like, imagine if Coconut Head um, wanted to dye their top layer blonde. Yeah, essentially. Imagine if Coconut Head dyed his hair blonde, then grew out his roots. <laughs> That's what we're talking, this haircut. <laughs> it's so bad. And, and it's, it's like... distracting for the entire movie. Every time this person's on screen. Actually, even when he's not, because you're just still thinking about that. <laughs> so he goes, he's talking to Hannah. So here's, how did they end up here? I, ju I don't know. Because it seems like they're on a date. And f I think they're, they definitely are on a date. But she but doesn't then... know his name. How did he get her to go on a date with him? That's what, I don't know, I wrote... I wrote down if he, um, how, how did they meet and how would he take her to a movie? Like, if they don't know each other, unless they were just both in line and they were talking. But I, she would hate him. She does hate him. Why would she talk to him? I don't. Cause his, I don't know. Because we're literally introduced to him and the first thing he said is, God, I wish I could kiss you right now. Yeah, that's his first, that's his first line of the entire movie. And she's like, but I don't even know your name. And then he goes, it's, uh, Rob. And then she goes, what, what's your last name? And he goes, why do you need to know so much information? And that's, you think that, uh, first off, that's an off-putting line, like right out the bat. You're like, mm -hmm. that's something nobody thinks. <laughs> but then but like, that turns out to be the plot of the movie yeah did you think that was coming <laughs> but also it's like well if you made up a first name because that's not his name why couldn't he have just like made up a last name I don't know but yeah I don't know how because it's, it's made pretty clear throughout the entire movie that Hannah is not and has never been on any dating apps Yes. So how we got here is confusing. I wish but I had an answer. 
So he says, and this is the point, this is exactly the point where I switched from handwritten notes to my phone because I knew I was going to have to write so much more that I could not. <laughs> you knew you were going to take up too much space. Because <laughs> I needed to write this exact line word for word down of what he responds to. And he goes, you see this? And he holds up his phone and she's like, a phone? And he's like, no. This is a 24-7 portal to all the sex I could even dream about. All I have to do is click. <laughs> and here's the best part. He says this to a person. You're obsolete. <laughs> that was the moment I texted you. I'm angry. It's causing a physical reaction. <laughs> and then, <laughs> OMG, I just saw his whole outfit. <laughs> It's, the stylist was making a lot of choices when it specifically came to this character. And this was the most disgusting choice. And I do want to point out um, that she did have her book with her in this scene. Uh, that'll, that'll be important later. Yeah, because I did notice it this time. But what, he's like wearing, it's like a patterned shirt with like little things on it. I couldn't really see like birds or something there's lots of patterns and a lot of colors and i feel like the shirt even had multiple patterns yeah and then you're like it's it's like a fine shirt it's not horrid and then he walks away and his shorts are like sweatpants shorts that also have conflicting patterns <laughs> yeah and and then and then I... sorry i'm saying like maybe her friend could be a stranger in line. You're not sure. Turns around yeah. is like, you mind if I sleep with him? Yeah. In those shorts. <laughs> she goes, he's cute. Care if I hook up with him. And she goes, oh, Rachel or something like that. So they did know each other. But also this is like literally like move-in day freshman year of college. Yeah. So she casually like walks away towards where he went even though he is gone he is not there and very casually like monotone says hey wait up i don't care what your name is but he's like so far away and not even close to being in earshot of her (laughs) but also i do want to point out that lance did was standing there and did turn around just like way in the background oh lance i thought you meant the main guy no. How he's just standing in the background just watching the whole thing? <laughs> no. Noah Centineo was there. He kind of turned and looked at her. Oh, I did notice him. Oh, yeah. This is when I wrote, was this a movie or were they all standing so close for no reason? I don't think... I think it was for... I think it was because they couldn't, like, afford to rent a single location outside of the, like, width of the frame. <laughs> I think you're you're right. There's a lot of moments where you're you realize that they are one either filming this illegally and just have one shot, one take for every shot or they were under like such a strict timeline where they if a car drives by too bad. <laughs> Did you notice the part where the one car drove by blaring music? I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> You, you think it's gonna be a character, or like someone is in the car, and it's just not. Or maybe the soundtrack, 
You're not sure? <laughs> no. It's diegetic sounds. It's just straight up someone driving by with their windows down playing music. And <laughs> part of me wants to be like, oh, that's the director going like, this happens in real life. We're really being natural with this. But a deeper part of me knows that that was just some guy. <laughs> they just didn't have time to retake that. Because <laughs> everyone stops talking, too. Oh, yeah, that's what, it seems, when you're watching that moment, it seems like that, like, they're going to stop, roll their windows down, and it's going to be someone that we know, like, that, like, it's going to be a character. Yeah. And it's just not. <sighs> it's just not. <laughs> it's just, it's just nobody. It's just, a, it feels like a mistake. It's for sure a mistake. So... Then, uh, Hannah walks away. Oh, I also wrote, what is this music? But that could be a note at, um, multiple times throughout this movie. <laughs> Did you notice the weird soundtrack? Like, all the songs that sounded like, if you googled, like, teen music, but only used the free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Hannah turns the corner, and James is, like, there. And we figure out that they know each other. And they hadn't seen each other since prom. Because they went to high school together. And he tried to impress her by singing to her at prom. And he professed his love to her. And she goes, James, you know how shy I am. As, as we're talking about this movie, you need to remember that Hannah's... Hannah has two personality traits. One is that she's shy, and the other is that she likes to read. <laughs> this is the single... Nope, I can't say that. I can't say it's the worst part of the movie, because there's just so many. <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of the worst. That is her sole personality. Yeah. Sole personality is that she reads and is shy. She knows that he was expressing... His feelings to her um, at that time, and is basically saying, like, how can I make it up to you? I still like you. I liked you for four years. Like, this is, like, the conversation that is happening. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you embarrassed me at prom because you said my name in front of a bunch of people. And he's like, why is my singing that bad? And she's like, no, I'm shy. And then he goes, I would do anything for you. And then she said... Please leave me alone in my private space with my books. And then she starts walking and reading and trips. And I don't know how to how to perfectly describe how she trips. It's just like a Oh no, the script said trip. It's like she's reading it on the book that she's holding that she was supposed to trip. Oh, there's a hundred percent a script in that book. <laughs> Cause it is one take, which is I guess cool. There's no there's no cut-ins. It's one take of them walking down this hallway. But see, here's the thing. You do one take when you're developed confidence as a director. It can't just be something you do right off the bat. That is fair. <laughs> So she, like, does this horrible pretend trip. He kind of, like, grabs her arm. 
and then says, if you want to read, I'll watch the ground. Because she's like, walk me, she was like, a second ago, she was like, please leave me alone. And then she was like, walk me to my dorm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And then... And then he sees the book. He sees the book. And Go he, he goes, is, is, is that Jane Eyre? Or Jane Austen. Fuck. Jane Austen. I fucked up. God damn it. Well, he says, I don't like, get the to name speak about this now. He says the name of the book. Yeah. I forget which one it was, though. I don't, I don't remember. And then she's like, oh, you read Jane Austen, too? Okay. And then there's like, this <laughs> weird conversation about Jane Austen. We're, we're, we're going down the list of problems with that. One, mm-hmm. y- if you two date... I'm assuming they dated in high school or something. Or were friends. I think they were, like, very close friends in high school. Yeah. So, first of all, why are you surprised that this guy, like, knows books? It, or not even knows books. Knows a very famous author. Yeah, a very famous author. And se- yeah. <laughs> second, why is that something impressive to you? Why are your standards so at the goddamn gutter, at the very bottom, where all it takes for you to be impressed by a man if he knows who fucking Jane Austen is? Not like even, she's just impressed that he knows who she is, not even her work. Yeah, I know. But then she says... Like um, wait, her favorite wait, part. Wait till I tell you about the Bronte sisters. You're really gonna love me then. <laughs> um, Is that all it takes? Apparently, but then so then she says, "You can tell." So she's talking about Jane Austen's writing, and she says, "You can tell so much about a person by their name." So. That kind of brings us into the main theme of the mu- the movie, if we haven't gotten it already, is that names are a big deal. It's knowing someone's name, apparently, is all it takes to love them. Knowing someone's name is a big deal. And so she's like, you can tell a lot about a person by their name. But, like, looking at the, the character names in this movie, it's like Lance, Phil, James, Wesley, Ashley... Leah, Daniel, Rachel, Hannah. <laughs> you just keep, keep to, I'm like, is she gonna stop? I had to get to Hannah. <laughs> it felt so long. There aren't even, it, it doesn't even feel like there's that many characters. I bet you wouldn't be able to guess which character was Lauren. Oh, I fully agree with you. Is it, did you include your own name just to throw me off? <laughs> no, I just now did it. Ah, oh, I'm good. Um, like, I don't know. We know each other's names. And I'm not in love with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Lauren, I'm offended. <laughs> Lauren and Malangerno. Incorrect. <laughs> but don't you think it has a ring to it? Lauren Ann? <laughs> yeah, Lauren Ann. Um... I prefer Jane Austen. <laughs> Lauren Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, but it's like, so it's not like you guys, it's not like they gave interesting names to these characters. Okay, wait. His name was interesting because it was James Singer. And then they were like talking about singing. And I, I had to text Lauren. I was like, they're not going to sing, are they? Don't make me watch them sing. And they never sing, which is a good point. Because, like, 
why why is that his name then? Is just because he was he sang in that one time that she was embarrassed about? Yeah, why bring it up? Why are you dro- <laughs> why are you dropping so many hints on singing only to have no singing? Yeah, it's like don't tease us with this nerdy boy singing. Come on. I was going to steal from Punch Up the Jam and be like, "Don't edge us." I was a, I was going to and I I, I pivoted. Uh, I, I did. So that that really explains both of our styles pretty well. <laughs> so James gets back to his room after, walk, after walking Hannah home and saying, see you in CS, because that's how they talk about computer science class. Mm-hmm. And um, he's locked out of his room, so Lance can fuck. <laughs> and we did get a signature, whoa, 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 through the door. Thank God. I know. We needed one in the movie. We got it through the door. Then we cut to him being in a laundry room, sleeping on a... Because this dorm... Okay. Let's talk about this for a quick second. Mm -hmm. One, it's the the night that everyone moved in. Who was doing laundry? Great question. (laughs) All of the laundry machines... Like, all the washing machines, all the dryers are running. Who was doing laundry? And also, what dorm laundry room has a full couch? <laughs> and like, with, like, that kicks back, too. Like a nice couch. Like a couch I wish I could afford. I know. Like, I... How is that not even stolen and into a dorm? <laughs> and, I mean, because there's too many inflatable futons. <laughs> This movie also don't, doesn't know what a futon is. <laughs> I mean, the l- movie had lost me already, but this was the moment when I went from being like, this is bad, to like, I don't think humans created this. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a simulation. <laughs> because like, this, uh, uh, skipping ahead a little, but like, nerd guy like takes over the room to start coding and Noah Siento's like where's my futon or he's like where's my one thing and he's like oh I put it like in the closet whatever and then he's like where's my futon and you expected you like oh I like folded it up and put it somewhere but this man comes out of nowhere and blindsides <laughs> you with the line oh I deflated it and put it over <laughs> under your bed what <laughs> what futon how do you deflate a futon <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm seeing if this is a thing. Inflatable futon. I've heard of like inflatable couches and stuff, but like. Okay, I'm look. These are say inflatable, but I'm looking at these. They're fucking massive. These are like inflatable beds that can like be folded up. Essentially, is what I'm seeing online, and would not fit in the dorm room. Is the most important point. Yeah, those are giant. Yeah, those are big. These are huge. So Those I guess are like pull out beds. Like, but what did they mean? Did they mean like a beanbag? I think because he he is later seen lying on a beanbag, which if he was like lay, like sitting on the floor, you would think that he'd bring out his futon. So I think they did just mean a beanbag. How, another question: How do you deflate a beanbag? <laughs> And even, yeah, an even better question. I do not know. All, all the beans are in your drawer. 
I, I emptied out each bean individually. <laughs> okay. I will re- to... reward them back to you on based on good behavior. <laughs> you get one bean uh, per deed. <laughs> one bean per cup of tea. So, he's lying on the couch in the in the laundry room on the phone with his mom, and he goes, he says this line, uh, the sheets you got me are really soft. I've been using them a lot. <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> Which is, that's, that's the point where I turned on subtitles and rewound so I could actually see if that is what he said, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> so then, in the morning, he goes back into the room, and Lance had had sex with Rachel, on James's bed. <laughs> was that Rachel? It was Rachel. Oh, yeah, because he was like, watch out, falling bimbo. Yeah, he goes, so then he's like, has to kick her out because his dad's knocking on the door. And for some reason, he can't see that it, he had someone, like, his dad can't see that he had someone over. But his dad seemed like the kind of guy who'd be really down for his son having sex. Right. Like... Exactly, and then so he yells, "Bimbo flying, somebody catch her!" Um, and it's, he yells it, and it's like, "How would your dad not hear that?" And also, he said he was on the front, the first floor, so she wouldn't even be flying. Why? Why did Noah Ciento think it's okay to be like, "Yeah, I'll take this role" after reading that line? I don't know. Is after it because any of the lines that he says? Is it because he's done it before? My guess is yes. Maybe. <laughs> And then she says, but you promised me bagels and coffee, which is a recurring theme in this movie, is specifically bagels and coffee. Do you think that's a reference to, like, the dating site? I think it is, actually. Because at one point, the one girl was like, coffee and bagels. (laughs) Yeah, I'll send you your bagel buddy gift card through an email, which, let's be real, that's how you seduce somebody. Exactly. That's the line. And then Rachel says, all the nice things I said about you last night, I take them back. It's like, oof. Ooh, you you got him, girl. And then he goes and gets bagels and coffee with his dad. Uh, His dad brought his new girlfriend that his son never met and tells the new girlfriend to go unload the whole car by herself. (laughs) Well, I take my boy to breakfast. (laughs) It's bagels and coffee. Um, no, that's when we meet his dad. Do you have anything else to say about his dad? Just, they had the same mouth. <laughs> I did not notice it. It's all I, I could see, because Noah Ciento's, like, biggest feature is his mouth. If you, like, pay You're attention, right. he's, like, always doing stuff with it. He's, like, talking and shit. <laughs> and it's, 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 he always makes choices with his mouth. I guess that is true. This is a fact. I don't really understand, because there's, like, this whole aspect of, like, he maybe has a bad relationship with his father, but that's never, like, touched upon. It seems good. But it also seems like he didn't really move him in at all. I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. Why did he come a day late? Exactly. With like all his he came stuff. a day late. Did Noah see girlfriend bring him in? Like he's supposed to be rich, but like we're presented to him as like barely having things at the same time. That's also a good point. I don't know. It seemed weird to me. 
Then we get to CS class. <sighs> and Lance was late because he was making out with a girl that's in the class outside. And he walks in with just his face covered in lipstick. Um, just and that's when I was like, who are you, amount. Dove Cameron? <laughs> that's when I wrote, who are you, Dove Cameron's boyfriend? <laughs> I just wanted to specifically mention oh, that. All that for that reference. All that. It was just that reference. Because it was an absurd amount. Uh, my, see, my first thought was, according to the timeline, he was at brunch with his dad. <laughs> when did the kissing happen? You know... Shame on you for trying uh, to find a timeline in this movie. Because <laughs> did you know we skip almost an entire school year over the course of this movie? Uh, that's true. You b- might be surprised, but this takes place over a whole school year. Or maybe a semester. It might be a semester. No, it's definitely a whole no, thing. No, it's, it's over a semester. No, I, I It's a full school year. Yeah, I think so too. But the teacher says, wipe the girl off your face. The teacher was the best part. Who is she? I know she's in something. My mom. I can't think of her name. My mom said she's from um, Third Rock from the Sun. She is. That's not what I know her from. That's all I got. She kind of looks like Christy Alley. So for me, that might be part of it. And she was in the TV show. She was in one episode of the TV show, Kirsty. That might be it, then. Oh, she's in Bride Wars. <laughs> Is that where you know her from? <laughs> that and Music and Lyrics, which Music and Lyrics was one of my favorite movies when it came out. Good to know. It's an interesting fact about me, and a pretty embarrassing one at that. I'm, I like that. <laughs> so that's... I couldn't tell you... Anything about that movie at this point? Not a thing. The general plot and that it stars Drew Barrymore. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Um, so that's why I know her. She was, she was great. But she says, wipe the girl off your face. And the first assignment was do the first day of class. And James was the only person to do it. Which is then, true. That's not a thing that happens. <laughs> right. It might happen um, like later when you're like a senior or whatever, but like freshman year, first class, that's not a thing. No. And then he like realizes that he was like the tryhard and he very obviously crumbles the homework up that he had done. Which that's like not a. Th- I don't think the person who wrote this went to college. But also, I had. I had classes. Where we were asked to bring something on the first day of class. Like, to do, like, a kind of pre-assignment. But it was always, like, in a separate email and it was never in the syllabus. Like, it was in the syllabus, but it wasn't like, oh, you were expected to read the whole syllabus and then do this assignment with no instruction. I mean, like, the whole, like, peer pressuring thing. It just, that's more... Oh, that? It's like, it's a very high school plot. But it takes place in college. All of, like, it definitely should have just taken place in high school, because this is, like, all of the sets seemed like they were in high school. It really, yeah. 
It, it honestly, it could have been the same set as at the prom. It could have been, and then you you just it explains why like everyone's in the same class. It it, it would answer a lot of questions. And then the teacher yells at uh, the bad haircut guy for wearing sunglasses, and for Rachel for looking at her nails for some reason. Well, you, why would you look at your nails? Yeah. I hate that they keep calling it CS. That's my next note. And then we have we have James at the library. I think this was the library. I don't really know where this was. Watching more of those videos um, without headphones. <laughs> Again. Um, oh, yeah. Nobody uses headphones when they no, should have been he uses using headphones. Them, he uses them one time. And I wrote it down. Because <laughs> I was like, good job, James. So he's not, he's just watching this video. And then Lance, Wesley, and Daniel, those are their names. Sure. <laughs> come over um, to tell them that they need a plan to all pass CS. And then they have a weird conversation about Lance having sex with the teacher. And how that's a bad plan, but they talk about it for, like, too long. They talk about everything for too long. Yeah. And then he goes, she can't fail all of us. And it's like, well, yeah, she can. (laughs) Yeah, like, why does he feel so pressured to help them tank the class? Like, I don't really understand why he... It's not like... He doesn't really want to be their friend. No. So why does he, like, feel the need to, like, do what they say? Wait, who? James. Oh, I don't know. Because I think they, like, vaguely threatened him, maybe? But, like, what could they do? I don't know. They're not scary. No, it's fucking Noah Ciento. He's not (laughs) fucking scary. (laughs) And he's, like, the one that would be... He's, like, the biggest muscle out of all of them. So it's not like the other two are, like scary yeah one of them are we talked his haircut he's not scary (laughs) and then the other guy was below six feet so they're that alone i'd say below five five (laughs) just tiny he tiny and nerdy yeah um not afraid no and like what's the worst thing noah siento's gonna do is like ghost my sister you know (laughs) like he's not a threat (laughs) I feel like, you know, um, (laughs) you know, in the other two, there's like that running gag that everyone's brother is gay. Like everyone has a gay brother. Yeah. It's like everyone has a sister that Noah Centineo has ghosted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just feel like that's just a general truth about the world. It is. Like... He is the face of ghosting. That's yeah. really that that's his vibe. We nailed it on this. Yeah. They're like, we're going to tell you when to do the assignments and when not to do them because if none of us do it, then she can't yell at us. And they're like, they just want to pass the requirements, but it's like, why are any of you in this class? Exactly. Why do you want to be computer scientists if you don't want to work with fucking computers? Yeah, why are, why are you, like, so disinterested in, like, the basic level computer science class? It doesn't make any sense to me. 
Is everyone's major in this movie computer science? It feels that way. But, like, why? <laughs> and then... Like, because they're like, not smart. None of them are smart, except for James. Yeah, and, like, and, he, like, complains... And Hannah likes to read. Like, what school is it that both James and Noah Santos character got into it? Like, I get he was poor and couldn't afford, like, the Ivy Leagues, but, like, he still could have at least got scholarships for a better school than the one he's in. Yeah, I think this is, like, a general, like, state college. <laughs> he definitely could have gotten into something else and gotten a scholarship somewhere else. Yeah. So, he's like, how will you learn? And then the other one's like, I want to learn. Um, and oh, they this just was... ignore that. The, I know. There's just no going back to it. This is one of the line ratings from that Daniel character, the short one, that I liked. Is that he just goes, talking about the bad haircut guy. It was like, sorry, I hate him. <laughs> just like the way he said it, I thought was funny. Yeah. The, his hatred... That might be what my favorite part of the movie is how much that character hates the bad haircut one. <laughs> it was just a fun little thing, like a recurring bit that he just hates him. Because it was the only time I saw myself reflected in this movie <laughs> in hating bad haircut guy. It was like, yeah. A real line of dialogue that Noah Centineo says is, "You do you, boo-boo. Could you hear that? I did. <laughs> Just a deep, angry breath. And this is when I wrote down, is this even a threatening trio? The answer is no. One no. of them said love you when they walked away. They're small. And then, so Daniel's the short one, and he says, what dating apps do you guys recommend? And then Noah says, none. Dating is for putzes. <laughs> Why waste money on a movie or dinner or flowers? So this is this is the start of where we're going here. And then they like jokingly push Daniel and he's like, guys, I could fall. <laughs> and then a real line that comes out of Noah Centineo's mouth is the market is saturated in single slutty girls. Yeah, like that shows you the movie it is. Yeah. And immediately after saying that line, runs into a girl that she claims has had sex with him, um, and he just straight up does not remember her. Yeah, that's not true. Mm, no. I, I, it, okay, it could be for somebody. I don't know. It could be, but also we've it's established that they moved into this dorm like three <laughs> days ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like, unless you're having sex with, like, the entire student body in the first week, I can't imagine you wouldn't remember. I, I, um, I see, that's where the timeline comes in. That or really maybe, just throws maybe me they off. were, maybe they went to high school together. But then, but ago. then, I don't know. If they went to high school together, he definitely would remember her. Yeah, because maybe he wasn't a player back then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at all. So then they're having a meeting about, well, they're just sitting and talking about how they wish there was an app for what they want. Um, and they're like, well, what would it, if the perfect app 
do. And then Noah, Noah Centineo sends, says another great line. Um, it would have a girl airlifted out of my bed the moment I'm finished with her. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here... Here's my problem. This is where the message is is fuzzy. Because it's pretty clear that everything that comes out of this guy's mouth is, like, disgusting. Mm -hmm. And horrible and misogynistic and sexist and just awful. Um, But it's played by Noah Centineo. (laughs) And it... who is very charming and has lots of girls fawning over him. And, like, it's <laughs> delivered like a joke. But he's... Yes. But in the world of the movie, he is not joking. Yeah. But, like, even if, like, it is a joke, it's still not an okay joke. Especially, like, when I'm finished with her. is. So, just, like, skin-crawling, disgusting that it came out of, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it makes it worse that it's him, just because of, like, how many, like, young girls fawn over him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know he's, like, playing a character. It's like... The, the reason why literally anyone would watch this movie is because he's in it. It's like, those are the lines where you're like, this was written by a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Which I guess is better? Is it? I don't know. I feel like I would, I would have a much harsher, I mean, I'm having, I have a, I had a very harsh reaction when I watched it. But I think it would be even worse coming from a male writer. Yeah. But at the same time, because I guess you can look at it in the light of this is what the writer imagines male conversations to be. Straight male conversations to be. But, like, at the same time, she's writing them as if they're punchlines. Yeah. And so that's, like, that's the problem there. Still, it's still there. And, uh, I just, I think my main problem with it is that, I mean, we're not supposed to like this character as looking at it at, like, face value, but the movie doesn't ever really tell us to not like Lance as a character. Well, yeah, and because it's it's Noah Sentier. Exactly. The movie works really hard for us to hate... Wesley, and for us to hate Daniel, but it never has that same thing about Noah Centineo's character, and especially at the end when he's like, because he gets, gets this weird redemption, even though all his only redemption is like, oh, I like a girl. One the girl that he threw out his window at the beginning yeah, of the movie, the girl he referred to as a bimbo more than once, and made her jump out his window. Mm, okay. And I think that's my problem is that we're not we're not seeing this character in the light of a horrible person the way that this line 
should... Because, I mean, just looking at those other two, like, you know that they're horrible people. Mm-hmm. The, later on, the character that the mom goes on a date with is seen as a worse person than, than Noah. Yeah. I don't... You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's just gross. Uh, it, it Part of it, though, did remind me of how you write screenplays. <laughs> it's when... <laughs> Because it's when the mom was having lunch with her <laughs> girlfriends, and there's like uh-huh. three lines where they're talking about art, and then immediately they break into talking about men. And it just so happens me and Lauren wrote a screenplay where two female characters briefly talk about art, then immediately start talking about men just so we could make sure it passes the Bechdel ca- test. Which seems to be the exact reason it happened in this. <laughs> That's something Laura does all the time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and you okay. know I'm right. <laughs> I know you're right. But when you first started talking about this, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, how are you going to compare this screen, this script to my writing? I, that would have been so mean. <laughs> no, I, I was like waiting. Um, are you talking about Time of Death? Yeah, I am talking about Time of Death. Um, yeah, we did straight up do that. But we also had to fit in a line. Or a name. That's true, yeah. But also, just because... We, we did... I have done that multiple times, like in a, a future upcoming short film that we made called Getaway. <laughs> I did write in a few lines at the beginning where the female characters interacted with each other <laughs> about the cabin so that it would pass. And I'm like, check, got that out of the way. <laughs> but it just made me laugh because it was specifically talking about art that the female character had made. Because we had done the exact same thing. We did literally a main character making art and them talking about it. And then immediately Um. asking about a man. Just right after. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just glad that that conversation didn't go in a worse direction. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So they're talking about the app. And they also say uh, it would be perfect if she wouldn't be able to find me after... And then they're like, we're making it. We're taking computer science. We can make it. And then Lance is like, gotta go get James, who's watching that damn guy again in the library with no headphones. Like an idiot. And then lies and says he was reading the book from the syllabus when he wasn't. He was watching those videos, unless we were getting those clips for no reason. I had to do like a heavy sigh there because I just realized we're barely into the movie and I got upset. I know, we're going to go a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, so then he tells them about all the charity apps and they're like, now it's time for you to do something that's actually important. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, then they're talking more about the name thing. Um, and you can't date anyone on the app. And then they're like, guys will be on it, which means girls will have to be on it too. And then he's like, all the girls and he turns and like it pans to hannah and i counted um of what you can see from the shot she had 16 books in front of her (laughs) (laughs) 
And there were more, I think, behind those books. So she had at least 16 books. That's so funny. Because, guys, she likes to read. Did you know that? Oh, my God. How, like, unique and quirky of her. And then we did have a, you know, fun line where he says that. And then the one guy goes, so he does like girls. Pay up. So we're getting there. (laughs) Yep. I mean, you could, like, kind of tell as soon as this movie was about to start. You were like, oh, we're getting gay jokes. Yeah. Because other than that, violently straight. And even then, it's still violently straight. It's just mentioning to the fact that they exist in this world, which up until this point, I wouldn't have even believed. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a world full of only straight people. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, their um, idea behind the app is essentially Grindr. It it is. It is. So it really does feel sanitized. It's grinder for straights. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that means it's going to end up fucking up. What? I oh, don't know. Fucking up. Yeah. So then we, I guess, so he's kind of like, I'll think about it. And then we cut to this weird scene. Oh, oh I, where... I forgot to bring up the opening credits. Okay. Of, like, you know, where they had, like, little ca- cartoon versions of everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, genuinely, they could have been using the same three ones because they, <laughs> they all, all looked, the looked the same. And I'm like, uh, this is going to be one of those white movies. <laughs> <laughs> These white straight movies. It and is. It was. Um. So then we cut to this weird scene with him and his dad, who is, like we said before... Not uh, of the same uh, background, <laughs> the, genetically. What's the, ethnically? What's the dad's name? Do we know? I'm gonna try to find this out on the IMDb. Justin. Phil? No, that's the grandpa, right? Yeah. Justin. Was it Justin? Yeah. Wow, I am on point. With my character names for some reason this time. I'm truly shocked. <laughs> it, I think it's mainly the fact that I've watched it twice in a week. <laughs> so it's James and his dad and his grandparents. And their grandparents are like, an annual honeymoon could save any relationship. And I'm just like, you're just describing a vacation. <laughs> I really liked his grandparents, though. They might have been the best part of the movie. Yeah, they were great. And then he's like, I'm not dating. I'm just focusing on studying. And then his dad's like, I should ask for a paternity test. And I was like, yeah, maybe you should because he looks absolutely nothing like (laughs) you. And then, so this is a weird... So then the grandma says, if you want to learn more about the fairer sex, ask your grandfather. Which, okay, um, stop in there for a quick second of, one, she becomes shocked later that he kind of, like, hints that he's dated someone else other than her, and it's like, mm-hmm. didn't you just say, hey, you need to learn more about girls, ask your grandpa? Yes, both also, of those like, things happen. Why can't you talk to, why can't he talk to you, grandma? <laughs> Aren't you, I don't know, 
a girl? <laughs> Don't be foolish, Lauren. It was a man's time to speak. <laughs> well, because then Jan's response. They don't act much fairer. Which is like, why are you mad at the girls right now? They didn't do anything. Couldn't? No. Oh. Except for not date you because you sang at them at prom. And they're shy. <laughs> and then the grandfather says, You're not becoming an anti-feminist, are you? And then James responds, I don't know. I'm still studying. What the fuck kind of response to a line is that? (laughs) What? He's unsure if he's going to become anti-feminist. He's like still testing the waters. He's He's like, like, I don't know. Do women deserve rights? (laughs) It was like, if at the end of this movie, um... What's her Hannah rejected him, he would have become an anti-feminist. I think, yeah. <laughs> he's like an incel waiting to happen. He's like an incel, but he's, he somehow gets ladies. Yeah. Um, and then the dad says, your romantic advice won't work. It's all on their phones now. And then the dad, the grandpa says, now that I'd like to see, which was funny. Because <laughs> then he was like, no, like dating. And he was like, oh. <laughs> and then the grandpa says, men and women have not changed for 10,000 years. And then the grandma nudges him and says, not so sure about that. And then I did go back and look at it and the... They are holding hands when they walk by. Maybe? No, they are. You confirmed it? I couldn't I confirmed it. I went back and watched it. Okay. So two old ladies walk by holding hands. And then the grandpa responds, maybe a little bit. But... I don't know how to take this whole entire scene. I mean, given how speechless the two of us currently are, it's hard to say what exactly it meant. Implying that... Here's back to my point. Do gay people exist in this world? (laughs) I'm unsure. Like, because when I watched it, I thought that they were making fun of them for being ugly. They are holding hands and they're like swinging their arm like as they walk. Okay, I didn't notice that. I did go. I did go back and confirm. I I don't. I don't know. <laughs> we can just move on. It's just leaving it at that. That's a scene that happens. Yeah. So just like, don't watch the movie. Yeah. So then we. That's when. Then next is when we find out that he got. That James got into Princeton, MIT, Harvard, and Stanford, um, but basically didn't go because he didn't have enough money. And then he's like, I'll pay for you to get into MIT if you make the app. So, like, how much money does Noah Ciento have? First question. Apparently a lot, because he he does enter this this this, um, scene with a very expensive car. And if he was as rich as he said, he if, as he claims he is, he'd probably be at Harvard anyway. 
Yeah, you can just pay your way in. Yeah, he would As be on the rowing the team. Booth. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say he'd be on the rowing team, just show up for some photo shoots. Lori Lawlin's there. <laughs> yeah, if we've learned anything about recent events, uh, yeah. He goes back to his dorm, and Lance is there with another girl, and he's like, if I'm going to do this, you need to, like, not have girls here. And then, Which, so he kicks... I was confused. Oh, I, I, okay, I can admit, I don't know fully the whole coding process, whatever, how well, long it takes. But it seemed too intense. It seemed too intense, yet also too easy. Yeah. Because, like, I thought he comes back to the room one time, and there's, like, whiteboards and post-it notes everywhere. And I thought coding was more of a online kind of thing. <laughs> but also they acted like it was, like, the room was covered in notes. And yeah. It definitely wasn't. It was, like, one pack of post-its. <laughs> Maybe even. I think it was, like... 20 and they were like gotta save the rest they were like they were like we gotta make this look like the beautiful mind but it's like (laughs) he's just making what seems to be a fairly simple app in terms of apps i don't know it's it uh, all it is is like tinder but with more rules and conditions and less photos per profile like less actual information data on profiles less coding than tinder yeah like, to- like Tinder's more advanced. I almost said Toto. Um, so he has to kick the girl out, and then she's like, will you call me later? And he's like, probably not. And then James is like, he won't. Ha. <laughs> uh. And then that's when he comes back with the dry erase boards and the sticky notes and the deflated futon. And then he says the line, I can't live without my futon. Because that's where the fucking takes place? I don't know. No, the fucking takes place in James's bed, remember? Oh, yeah. Which and is then, never commented on. He doesn't. No. He never finds out. <laughs> no. And then there's, like, a joke that, like, oh, the, what language are you coding in? Oh, English. And then James says it. And then it keeps happening. And then Lance is like, was that a joke? And then James is like, was it funny? And then Noah's like, no, don't do it again. Like, they realized that was probably the only, like, actual good punchline, and so it was repeated, like, four times. Sorry. I yawned. It's okay. Be yourself. Um. And who you are is a very tired person. He's always tired. So then, Noah, or Lance, I keep kind of going back and forth, but whatever. Uh, I mostly know who you're talking about. Noah, I'll just call him Noah from now on. He tells the teacher that he's making an app and he doesn't have to do the assignments and that he has a contract with NASA and the project name is Jungle. And, and honestly, I blame the teacher for believing that. That's her yeah. fault. Um, so then he gets out of assignments and then Lan- later they're in the room and Lance, aka Noah, has a giant pillow that says love on it. Oh really? I didn't notice that. And he has silky red sheets. <laughs> Ooh, that is Which the was love very den. Funny. <laughs> um, oh, and then we got to the point. So this is when James starts getting Noah to do stuff for him, like get him tea and make him food and stuff. 
And he, like, just the way he was, like, rolled over to his side and, like, looked back at Noah was very funny. Later, then I have a note that just says, why are they dressed as peanut butter and jelly? Oh, this is how we know that it's Halloween. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Because there's no actual explanation. The only reason why I've kind of figured it out is because the three girls, like Rachel and the two other ones that always pop up, um, were also in costume. I didn't, I just was like, it's, they're in costume now, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't even question it. Yeah. But also, it's like, the, from what we know of these characters, for them to just be walking around in peanut butter and jelly costumes was like not out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's within the realm. So then this time James kicks Noah out of the room, um, and then he has to go sleep on the couch in the laundry room. So my my is he doing like an all night coding marathon then? Like why is this app so important to be released right now? Because they had to do it they before wanna... February 1st. Why? Because that was the deadline to enroll in MIT, apparently. But, like, it's, like, October still. Yeah, I don't know. That's the best I got. <laughs> it's like, you, you can just do this in your free time. Like, take a deep breath. Like, yeah, it's like, not why... that big of a deal. Are, are, they, are, are like, Noah Ciento and the crew just that horny when they, like, need it now? I mean, I think that is the case. <laughs> They're like, no, we need... Normal dating apps aren't enough for some reason. Yeah, that that's an issue with this movie, is that there are genuinely no stakes. You're right. At no point. Except for when his mom might be on it. Well, like, even then, like, let your mom get laid, you scab. Yeah, like, who cares? You made the app. Yeah. But also, he did take time to make this a whole entire weird logo transition thing with, like, a thousand different videos of women on it. Oh, that was my favorite part, that every time they showed that, like, app in use, it was just, like, a video of a woman posing. (laughs) It's like, why did you take time to do that? For the marketing. Um, Because then they're going to beta roll it out. Yeah. And then Noah's like, there's got to be a mathematical theorem to convince them to switch to jungle. And then they decided to just use the concept of math to sell, to market it. Yeah, he was like, I have an equation and it's only going to work if you switch to jungle. But also, it's like, why would you think, like, oh, mathematics instead of, like, oh, advertisements? Yeah, like, I think the better thing to get someone to do a dating app is to get hot people instead of math. A mathematical theorem? (laughs) Yeah, that's what you want for your hookup app, is to get the nerds on it first. (laughs) Which is another thing. Everyone they advertised it to was ugly. Also, that whole entire group of, like, college students that they were trying to get on. Yeah, none of them were cool. Half of them looked like they were 30. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, half of them looked like they still, like, played League of Legends. Yeah, and then at one point, Bad Haircut was like, we don't have time to know a girl's name. We don't have time for them to know our names. 
Like, why is this such a big part of this movie? Or my favorite part is, like, they were like, we don't want to go to the movies. We don't want to buy them flowers. And on the buy them flowers, they cut to this guy who literally, like, did a gag when they said flowers. He was like, ooh, I would never buy girl flowers. What the fuck? And then they're like, we're gonna, we don't want to, but we're gonna say the C word. And... Until until they said what they were going to say, I fully expected this movie to say the actual sequel. I did too. It was totally <laughs> believable that they would go there. It was there. like very alarming. <laughs> it was like, oh my, oh, oh, they're going there? They're going there? <laughs> and then they said, commitment. And then all the guys there were like, oh. Which... Uh, that one's more relatable than the others. <laughs> I know, but I was like, oh, let's not yell that word <laughs> for no reason. And then they were like, there's no age restrictions. And I'm like, that there was, should be. <laughs> they're like, get your five-year-old sister on it. Excuse me? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! the fuck god damn it especially since like i I don't think we talked explicitly about what this app is but this app is specifically like you won't know their name you're not allowed to call it dating you don't have access to like contact them after like it's strictly like a one night stand app yeah it's like if you do anything other than have sex using this app we will kill you no, it, it literally will, like, kick you off the site. <laughs> Wait, that's what was confusing me, because, like, the dad said he met his girlfriend on Jungle, but it's like, why are you dating then? I think they're, well, they're, the guys had an option to bring girls back. Okay. So maybe he just brought her back and then they started dating. Okay. I don't know. Well, no one likes that. That's worse. Do you think what this really is, is, like, so the girl who wrote this just hates Bumble. And is like, I'm going to make a reverse Bumble. Because that's what I the jungle so. really is. Oh, my God. And they sound the same. Uh, we're on to something. I think we are on to something. It's like, no, men should always have the power. Yeah, she's like, she's like Wait, one of no, those women. You know what it is? It's actually, it's an advertisement for Bumble. <laughs> she's like one of those women who is like, yeah, I don't need to vote. And I don't want to. <laughs> oh my god, she is. <laughs> We're gonna have a picture, um... Or not, I don't have a picture. <laughs> I have a note. <laughs> it says, fun searching promo, because Noah Centineo is wearing a shirt that just said searching dot 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 on it. And I was like, I just hope that this is an advertisement for the movie searching. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It was great. It's so good. It blew my mind watching it. So basically, so now we find out that... The girls, you only have one profile picture. Oh, I'm sorry. Picture profile is how they liked to say it. Um, Just it to, like, be... desperately avoid any sort of possible copyright infringement. Just yeah. in case. They, they did, like, weren't sure, so they're like, we're not going to risk it. 
But so the girls have to post a picture in their underwear. Just what, so that's, let that sink in. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, and then one of the girls says, because they're talking to Hannah, because Hannah's not on it. She's like, girls, you don't have to be on it. <laughs> and then they say, you need to get with the apps. It's where the guys are. I, I do appreciate that attitude. Yeah. And then... Like, shut up, you Christian. <laughs> Because then, yeah, like, Hannah walks away. Go have premarital sex right now. And they're like, Hannah is so 20th century. And then the one girl goes, I think she's, like, a born-again Christian or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Oh, and then we cut back to the weird Elon Musk guy who has heard of Bumble. I'm sorry, heard of Jungle. (laughs) And was, like, talking about it. Okay, and then we have this scene, which I need to take a minute, and I did kind of write word for word this entire scene. Um, Do it. Because I don't fully understand what happens. Like, I think I know, but I also don't. Uh, James walks out of his dorm, and at the same time... Noah and his two lackeys uh, are walking down the hallway. And they hear a girl um, talking over voiceover. (laughs) (laughs) Like, definitely ADR'd in later. Oh, absolutely. Um, None of these people were in the same room with each other. (laughs) And then she goes, it it says, uh, girl. She called me. It's Rachel. Completely hysterical. Yeah. No, they're talking about Rachel right yeah. now, but Rachel is standing there. So she goes, so the one girl goes, she called me completely hysterical. And the other one says, looks like somebody had a good time on Jungle. <laughs> and then Rachel goes, this does not look like a good guy. And then one of the other guy, girls says, yeah, Melody, this guy was a freak. Also, by the way, I want to make this clear that we are watching the boys' reactions to this words and not actually seeing the girls say these lines. Yeah. I have no idea who's saying these. And it's like, yeah, Melody, this guy was a freak. Exactly. And then the one girl goes, well, the cute freaks are on the app, so I think we're just going to have to deal with it. And then they kind of show them and... It looks like Rachel just straight up has a black eye. I I was so confused during this scene. I didn't she know either what happened. Has, she is crying. That's a fact. Yes. But she either has a black eye or it's mascara and it is unclear. But like, what happened to her? We are never told. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, the scene doesn't really impact anyone, either. And there's also a weird song playing, like, with lyrics while this is happening. <laughs> Could have just been someone in the background. Like, the, <laughs> the, the craft services were, like, jamming, and, like, nobody asked them to turn off the music. <laughs> but it's like, so they're talking, and at this point, Lance is, like, looking proud. Yeah. And then they start saying, whoever made this app is a horrible person. Even though they know, as far as they know, it's Lance. Yeah. 
And then James is, like, looking remorseful. Lance starts feeling bad. And then the, they're saying this, and then the nerdy little kid, not little kid, short one, <laughs> starts doing, like, a mocking, like, boo-hoo motion for some reason. Yeah. And I, then even Wesley has emotion about what's happening. It, it would help to know what exactly they were sad about. Yeah, like, did he just... Do exactly what the app said? Was that the issue? Or Did was he, he hit like... her? Did it go there? Did, yeah. It couldn't have That's gone when, there. This do you movie's not I bold enough. I watched this last weekend and I... This is when I was watching it last weekend and I texted you, I think this movie just got into some domestic violence. <laughs> I am not sure. And we're it's still not. That or maybe like, I don't know, took advantage of her further than what she wanted. I don't know. All we know is that he is a freak. Yeah. Which, what does that mean? Did he just like want his nipples bit? <laughs> Yeah, did he choke her a little bit? Did he want to be choked? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We just know that he's a freak. And Because if you're crying about a guy asking you to choke him, you're the problem, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, we don't kink shame you. <laughs> I don't... I, I wish the... And here's my problem. Here's where we get into the weird, like, what is this movie's message? How was it written by a woman? We don't... The movie is not uh, concerned with what happened to her. No. At all. Not even a little. Its concern is, oh no, a bad thing happened. How are the men involved going to deal with it? And turns out, um, nothing. They're gonna do nothing with this information. Yeah, it's like, a bad thing happened to a woman. Let's get the man's perspective. It's like, let's... Oh, this horrible thing happened to this woman, but we don't really care what it is, how it happened, how she's gonna move on from it. Let's just see how the men feel about the fact that it happened. (laughs) It's... The movie doesn't care. No. And that's why it's so hard for me that this was written by a woman, is that let's steer into that. What happened? Yeah, if, like, if like, the movie didn't, like, the first credit is, like, written and directed by a woman, and it's, like, very clear, I would have been shocked. Oh, I know. Cause, like, come, like, what me- like, what message are you sending here? A bad one. Not a good one. I think the whole point of the movie is like, oh, men are pigs and disgusting and trash. But also it's like, well, then you're kind of like steering into it. Yeah, it's like very much like they none of they don't really get punished for their behavior. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely none. Noah Santo has to like retake a class. That's pretty much it. But he switches his major so he won't even have yeah. to. And he gets the girl. He's better off. Yeah. He's the the best off at the end of the movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe James is. I don't know. He still didn't get, to, get into MAT though. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, Ciento did not get punished at all. No. So, like, what? 
And also there's a line later where Rachel says, like, oh, Jungle really messed me up. And that's it. But also that's not the reason why why Jane's even, like, shuts down the app. He doesn't shut down the app until his mom's on it. So he doesn't... Why do we even have... Why include this scene if no one's going to give a shit that this happened? Yeah, no one grows, no one learns. Is it just for us to know... Jungle's bad because we already knew Jungle was bad. Yeah, we knew Jungle was bad as soon as he said the line and when I'm finished with her. Yeah. (laughs) And then we were like, okay, well, whatever they're about to do is going to be awful. I don't know. It's like you're introducing like this whole other aspect of. I mean, it's it's the the effect of the product here. Is you're gonna have men abusing this, right? I men can find a way to abuse anything. They're yeah, they're gonna do anything. This is getting maybe too real. I have a note. We'll we'll switch topic. I have a note saying, wait, this mu- movie's actually communist, but I don't remember the context. The next line was it after this? It's it, it's around this time frame. I didn't take many. Because the next thing that happened is that they all are leaving for Christmas break. Okay, maybe it's later then. I don't really remember. But there's something pro-communist about this movie according to my notes. So we'll see if I get reminded when we get there. We'll see. So now they're on Christmas break. And then we find out that his mom moved in with his dad's parents. It's a very strange situation. (laughs) And also, if the grandparents are that rich, isn't it kind of shitty of them to, like, not help out at all with tuition? Like, he probably could have gone to MIT. If they could have, like, assisted a little bit. Like, they could have assisted a little. He definitely got scholarships. Like, the parents... It's not like the parents, like, were living in, like, a normal-sized house. Yeah. (laughs) With a couple extra bedrooms. Which was, like, their own kids' extra bed. You know what I mean? Mm. It was, like, a mansion. Yeah. Mm. So all we're saying is, like, you know, this movie could have never happened. Not just in real life, but for the plot as well. Um, so his sister put a giant poster of herself in his room. His sister might be the most confusing character for me. I really don't understand her at all. And that's like, she's like, I use it as my own office. You can't sleep here. It's like, so you hang in there a lot. So that's why you posted like a giant portrait of yourself. Was she trying to be an influencer? That's what I got from it. Oh, I think so. Probably. But like, why is she just so mean to him? I don't understand. And then like, it's like at the very end at her last scene, they remembered, they're like, oh, we have to make this, uh, them, the audience like her. So they just included a quick, nice line. I don't know. She's like... I think she just hates him because he's nerdy. (laughs) Maybe. That's all I got. But, like, what what was the point of making her just so mean? Mm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say there is none. (laughs) Bold take. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't... I really don't... I don't know. And then we have the mom out at dinner where she 
Well, the movie did already pass the Bechdel test at this point because the two, the sister and her friend did talk about lip gloss. Oh, my bad. Oh, wait, no. Uh, the friend character did not have a name, so never mind. Oh, I don't also, think the mom's friends were named either. Actually, as soon as I went to say that, I was like, I actually don't think the mom's friends are names. <laughs> um, then we have the dinner where she's passing around these paintings. That is James's MIT fun. Yawn break. <sighs> Sorry. James's MIT fund. And um, that's when we learn that she has broken into their dad's house multiple times. And then uh, what, she what, says... What was the mom's character? Because it fluctuated. No, because then she says, I just want my china back. And then the one friend goes, hey, she hasn't broken into his house since she's been on the medication. Did you think you're, did you think this movie was going to take a stab at mental health as well? Because I didn't. <laughs> I mean, We're touching on everything. This is, as this one um, 10 star review on IMDb says about this film, and I say this film because I just need to remind you, it's about this film. <laughs> it says, where, where is it? Um, it deals with real life issues like how to stand up to bullies. It's brilliantly acted and a movie one could watch again and again. Mm. It's a social commentary for our day and age, Lauren. Okay. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> There's more that say a very similar thing. Just because it's... Okay. I I think it's people confusing the fact... Saying something... The fact that it's just trying to say something doesn't mean it's actually saying something or saying something useful. Then they start talking about jungle at dinner. And... Then they're talking about how the terms and conditions only pop up in really tiny print while you're on your way to the date. And then the one's like, you can't call it a date. But also, like, why would they do that? To trick women? Because that makes it a lot worse. (laughs) Wasn't the point so that everyone was on, like, everyone was, like, aware that this is a hookup site? I thought so, too. Yeah, like, why doesn't the mom know? Why doesn't the mom know, and why is why is it built into the app that the terms and conditions, like, pop up so that you essentially can't read them? I don't know. Why is that part of it? <laughs> it seems like it doesn't help much. No, like, it's very unnecessary, and it's just adding to the fact that they're horrible people. And then they're like, cheers to jungle. And then they cheers. And then thankfully that scene's over and we're on to the next one. That's genuinely how watching this movie feels. I hit pause for a multitude of reasons. One was to eat dinner. One just was because I was bored and just didn't want to be watching it anymore for a few minutes. That's fair. Um, Was this one of them? I think so, yeah. Because, like, also, part of it is I don't have my phone 
uh, right now, obviously. Uh, I think that was maybe part of your problem is that you had to pay your full attention to this movie. Well, no, because I would like leave the screen to like go on Twitter or something, <laughs> oh, okay. and just be listening to the movie. Okay, good. Yeah. Would you mind taking a break now? Okay, yeah. So we're going to try something a little exciting that we haven't done before. (laughs) We're just going to stop recording and do it later. It got late. It's not even that late. I think we both just truly deeply hate this movie and do not have the energy to talk about it. We just need a break. Um, This episode's going to be really long and... We don't um, want it to be long, though, either. No. That's why we're going to take a break for now. Yeah. Because, honestly, the next thing to come up in a few moments is going to be probably the most exciting thing to talk about. It is, and that's why we need to have more energy for uh, it. We think you deserve the best to <laughs> what's about to come up. So, <laughs> I think... Um, just how this episode has been coming together is perfectly indicative of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's part of the um, One Star brand. Exactly. We're the, we don't really know what we're doing. We're the least consistent podcast with the most <laughs> consistent nonsense. <laughs> Check. I meant trademark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... I guess we'll be back. <laughs> uh, good night. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> For you guys, it's going to be 0. 0.2 seconds. <laughs> but we are going to go to bed. Now. But for us, probably 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> 12? I don't know. I can... I'll be in work in 12 hours. Okay, more than 12 hours. I'm sorry, I'm not a math man. <laughs> Why don't you come up with a, ma- a mathematical theorem for this? An algorithm? Yeah. So my algorithm is me plus sleep equals happy. Correct. Ditto. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) To us. (laughs) To us. For you guys, it's been like one second. For us, it's been 48 hours. Yeah, remember how we said 12? (laughs) Uh, More like 48. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But a lot has happened in that 48 hours. Um... Apparently swiped blew up. Apparently. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. Like, I, I do uh, want to give a quick shout out to our friend, friend of the pod, Ivy, um, you know, co-host of, you know, Sleeping Situation podcast. Uh, she texted me uh, earlier today uh, suggesting this movie. Uh, we You did it. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> And then, seconds after receiving that text from Lauren saying it was recommended, I saw that two YouTubers today both accidentally released videos on Swiped at the same time. And it's like, I thought I found this, like, weird movie that... You know, it's kind of so weird that Noah Centineo's in it, and no one found it, no one's heard of it, we're gonna be, you know, telling everybody about it, and then it just, like, blew up out of nowhere. And, um, now it looks like we're, like, following the trend when we were trying to start it. (laughs) 
Yeah, guys, we were ahead of the curve. We were ahead of the curve on this one. And it makes me so mad that we're not. I mean, I wouldn't have edited it in time anyways. But uh, still. Because she texted me and I was like, we're literally in the middle of recording that episode. And I do mean in the middle of recording that episode. (laughs) Even though, yes, I am currently at work. We are in the middle of recording that episode. I have a genuine fear that this is about to be, like, four hours long. Um, you know, uh, it might be. We don't know. <laughs> There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. I'm gonna have to, I'll try and cut it down the best I can, but, uh, we're already up there in terms of time. Yeah, we've already done a full podcast, essentially, and we just got tired, so we took a break. (laughs) We can only Um, last for an hour and a half to two hours. (laughs) I also, maybe it's just me. I feel like my voice sounds different now. Is it just me? I think it's just, I, I don't, like, catalog in my head your tone of your voice. Perfect. Why don't you? Aren't you supposed to be my friend? You're right. I suck. (laughs) I'm so sorry. You've also gotten a new phone in the (laughs) two-day hiatus. I did not have a phone last time we chatted, and now I do. (laughs) It's been a pretty interesting couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) But again, is this time travel? Because, for the listener, because listening to this... It's all one experience. That is true. So we, you did in the middle of this episode, time travel two days into the future that's still the past. <laughs> Isn't that an X-Men movie? I don't know. Probably. It's probably some uh, student film out there. I don't know. <laughs> Who's like, who thought they really did something on the title there. But it's really just about a guy tra- time traveling so he can get a first date, right? Um, where were we? We just hey, covered... listener, don't you remember? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They're like, you dumb idiots. Um, <laughs> we just finished the date with the mom. Okay. Yeah. So now it's Christmas. And... That made it sound like we were time traveling with... with <laughs> Like, now it's Christmas, but no, it's like, now it it just is automatically Christmas <laughs> in the movie. Time is not a construct in this podcast. No. Or no. Yes, time is a construct. Never mind. See, I try to sound smart about science once. <laughs> this is what happens. Um, my My first note is that they are, like, way too dressed up for a Christmas dinner at, at their house. I mean, some of us care about our families, Lauren. Do you wear, like, full gowns? I only wear full gowns. <laughs> you don't no, know like, that because we're on FaceTime audio, but... Yeah, he's currently wearing a, a gown. I have a wedding dress. <laughs> I will wear it when I need to. <laughs> no, like, that's not... In all honesty, like, what do you wear for your, like, Christmas dinners or whatever uh just a nicer pant mayhaps a sweater yeah not not a full gown 
I don't. They were all it, like dressed up so nice for. It's like, rich people Christmas. We 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 don't understand. We can't right. even begin to fathom what that's like. You're right. <laughs> so then uh, the dad brings his girlfriend, and then we have three or four different characters making the same joke that they think it's the daughter's friend that came over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because he brings okay. What I'm still confused on the rules of the app because he says he met his new young girlfriend on Jungle, but isn't that like the antithesis of what Jungle is? Yeah, it's the complete opposite of the purpose of of the app. Like, how did they even get in contact? Like, that's what the app was designed to not let happen. Unless while they were doing it. He just really liked her and got her number, and then that was that, I guess. I mean, it's just, there's no consistency, is my There's issue. absolutely no consistency, because then you're like, oh, come on, Mom, that's not what the app's for. It's like, well, that's what her ex used it for, so, like, how how would she know any better? Yeah. How would and anyone know any better, because you can't follow your own rules? Movie. <laughs> we have and clear expectations, Movie. You could have just said on a dating app. I don't know. Well, because they, 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 they've only ever say the dating apps. Just the general existence of apps. They never go more specific than that. No. Of course not. Copyright. <laughs> um, and then the mom is like... Oh, oh wait. wait. Is, that, is, is that when he shuts down? When does he shut them all down? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. So then the mom's like, I didn't know Justin had a girlfriend, even though they talked about him having a girlfriend at dinner in the previous scene from this. What what do you mean? Like, didn't she talk with her friends about her husband's, like, her that her husband was seeing someone? I, th- I, I, don't, I didn't think she said he was. Oh, maybe not. Maybe the other ones were saying that. Yeah, they were, like, saying, what if he was? I thought that's what it was. Oh, probably. But then the girlfriend says, we were keeping it under the radar since your last break-in. Break-in? Yeah, remember? The mom kept breaking into the apartment. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you meant someone who's breaking into Grandma and Grandpa's house. No. Listen, it's been a few days since I saw this movie. (laughs) Um, and then the girlfriend has this whole thing about how much she just loves the china, because um, that was what she was trying to break in and get, and that, and then the mom's like, oh, my grandmother bought it for us. But it's like, why would he be hoarding that from her? Like, why wouldn't he just give her the china? Why does yeah, he want it? It's obviously her china. And why didn't she take it? She obviously moved out. Why didn't she take it with her? And why well, is he, like, why you remembered the kids, but you forgot the China? Come on now. <laughs> but it's like, I don't, why does he care about it? Yeah, that character specifically, why was he like, I need some nice plates? No, this is like, this is very against character. If it was like a car or, I don't know, he's, I don't know. All I know about him is that he just loves he just thinks his his son should be fucking. So I don't. And I guess I don't know. Yeah, he wants his son laid and his china polished. <laughs> that's the, that's dad. <laughs> 
And then the girlfriend says that she's decorating the whole apartment um, based off of the china. That's It's a bold decoration choice, but I respect it. Yeah, it's, it's out there. Because I have some strong opinions on interior design that we can get into now or later. Let, let, let's do it now. Whatever. Okay, I believe Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper has ruined interior design. Mm, I don't know who that is, but go on. She every everything she does is exactly the same. It's like all white, no color, farmhouse sinks, whatever the fuck shiplap is. And they all it's like she designs the same house no matter what house they're making. And it drives me crazy because I think they're so ugly and so boring looking. And now that's all what anyone wants is like all white kitchen, white this, white everywhere. And I'm like, okay, I get you're in Texas, but you don't have to be so on brand. <laughs> You're right. Anytime, like, someone has, like, a, like, they're trying to make their room look, like, rich and expensive, it's just, like, ivory color. Yeah, I know. I want color in my home. That's yeah. why my walls right now are piss yellow and they are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you choose that out? Nope, it's what we moved in with. So... Uh, then we we have Christmas dinner, which was was uh, funny. I, I all I remember is like, it's like this is the scene where it's like you knew the whole time an adult wrote this teen movie, but this was the scene where they'd stopped even trying to hide the fact an adult wrote it. Yeah, because I, like it was like all the millennials on their phone during the big Christmas speech. Which yeah, <laughs> who has a Christmas speech? Um. Uh. <laughs> uh. My large Italian family doesn't do something similar to this. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. It's it's not. It's not a Christmas speech. It's like. I mean, we're Catholic. It's like the prayer or whatever. Yeah. Um. But whoever does it normally, like, says a few words. Well, like, his his speech was more like, I'm, like, 87 and I still like to fuck my wife. Yeah, so. it's not like that. Every speech he gave was about loving sex with his wife. Um, No, this one's about, like, oh, we're so blessed to have the people around us and all this stuff. Uh, but it is, like, one person speaking to everybody. Um, kind of, kind of kind of deal mm, okay um but not anything close to what this man was saying because <laughs> we can't we can't stress this enough about how it was very specifically about how much he loves his wife not your typical christmas speech um but it is the kind of christmas i want to be at right now everyone uh What's Christmas without horny old people? <laughs> Not a Christmas I want to have. Isn't that the plot of It's Wonderful Life? It's like what what would be what would life be if we removed all the horny old people and we realized it's a disaster? Um. <laughs> we Is can it? move on. <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk about the old people sex panel <laughs> while we're on the topic. Yeah. So there's a scene. 
um, a little bit later on, uh, where, so he's trying to gather some information about dating and, and, and the previous generation, two previous generations ago, I guess. Uh, okay, before, before I, that, I think that was going to be my question, is I didn't really fully understand why he needed this information. It's not really explained. It's just like, hey, James made a survey for us. And he's like, oh, it's about dating in your generation. And I, I think the reason why this scene exists is because if you couldn't tell, this, this movie... Actually, I'm not going to say you, if you couldn't tell because um, it's hard to tell. <laughs> this movie, like this movie, is very anti dating apps, right? Yeah, assumingly. So this whole scene is supposed to be like, um, like he's getting information about how much better it was at dating before dating apps exist. But why? But we're not told that as an audience, really. It's just kind of inferred. Um, and then he goes and does absolutely nothing with this information. But why did he want the information? I, he was already anti-dating app. Yeah, he was already anti-dating app. And it's not like you didn't know. Like, you know dating apps didn't exist. And... He, he, what he told, what he found out is that they still fucked. Right. And that was the big part, is that he was like, so it wasn't, there's a line where he goes, so it wasn't customary for girls to be promiscuous. And so basically he was like, girls these days fuck too much, and I don't like it. Yeah. That's the whole point of the scene, is to be like, Girls are too slutty these days. Well, it's like... It's... This whole section of the movie is weird. Because it takes a break from the regular plot just because it takes place over winter break. So it gets away from the main plot anyway. But then this panel is like a break from the side plot within the plot. Do you know what right. I mean? It's like they were like, well, we need him to do something over break. It's like it truly does not matter at all. I think it's literally just a slut shame millennial women. But also the grandmas were slutty. No, only, uh, what was it, Carol? <laughs> only Carol was slutty. Okay, but, like, was Hot Grandma not slutty as well? No, they were high school sweethearts. But didn't Grandpa imply that... Tan Grandpa (laughs) imply (laughs) that he was doing stuff and that they were doing other stuff? He did, but then he was like, just kidding, no I didn't. And then his mom... Or, uh, the grandma was like, told ya! <laughs> and here's the thing, if they were high school sweethearts, why is he 20 years older than her? Yeah. It's a good point. Um, but so he walks into the room, and he lives there. Like, he lives with his grandparents. And then they like, oh, James! And, like, hug him like they haven't seen him in, like, a week. 
And did they invite their friends over just to have a sex panel? I think they might have. Did he was like, hey, Grandma and Grandpa, I need you to invite all your friends over. Do you think they knew why? (laughs) Yeah, they're like, we're going to talk about sex. And Carol is like, I'm in. I'm bringing the cheese dip. (laughs) (laughs) This is just, this whole scene is supposed to be like, gosh darn it, this is so dang funny. (laughs) That's what, like, this scene is treated at. It's supposed to be like, Non-stop laughs. Your knee is red from slapping it. It's supposed to be like, oh, this is the the showstopper, right? <laughs> it was really supposed to be like, this is why we cast these maybe famous actors to be the grandparents is for this scene. Yeah. So, um, they're all about sex. And so he hands them out their paper copies. And they all read them out loud and then answer them out loud. And then they also each only answer, like, one... Like, the one will read a question and answer it, and then no one else answers that question. And then Hot Grandma calls Carol a slut, and then they move on to the next question. It's it's a pattern. Yeah, but it's like, that's not how surveys work. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, so his wife didn't know that if he slept with anyone else before they got married, and like, now she's finding out, and now she's concerned about it, even though it was like 60 years ago? I mean, at this point, you're in it for the long haul. Right. Like, what are you gonna do? Break up with him? Divorce him because he had sex with someone in I mean, high school? they're both rich, so they could probably get find somebody. Yeah. But then, so, especially, like, you know that this whole purpose of this panel was just to talk about how, you know, girls are are putting out too much. Because the, the one question was, did you know any girls that got pregnant in high school? And the grandma goes, only one. And then just stares at Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were talking about, like, oh, was it a, if you went out on a date, was it expected that you, like, slept with the guy? Um, And we keep, this is a, like, a lot of the terms we're using are very, like, just kind of straight focused and not very inclusive, and that's because this movie is that. Again, we, this is a universe completely devoid of gay people. Yeah, we've touched on it, but, like, every time I'm, like, talking like this and I feel like I'm, I'm being, like, exclusive and I kind of am, but also it's, like, it's the world of the movie. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I think we're not emphasizing enough just how flat out insane that there's a sex p- panel done <laughs> by his grandparents that takes up 20 minutes. It's a, it's a long scene. And it means absolutely nothing to the plot. Except, it, like, <laughs> oh, girls shouldn't be doing this. Girls don't like sex. But Carol did it, and Carol turned out fine. She brought the cheese dip. She's the responsible <laughs> one. She has a husband. He didn't leave her for being promiscuous, which is what we're led to believe. What's your message, movie? 
So basically, they're like, oh, was it expected for you to sleep with people, uh, with guys? Uh, and she said, yeah, um, yeah, it, I would say it was expected for us. And then the grandma goes, it wasn't expected in our, it wasn't expected in our day, Carol. You were just the town slut. There's a real line of dialogue said in this movie to a person. When you, when you hear town slut, I just go to like medieval times, where it's like I, she's the, she's the madame that nobody dares approach. I go to like I don't know eighth grade. No, that's too early. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like something like that. Like only something like a very immature person would say. It sounds like. Okay, there was this episode of the Tyra show where they, they had Tyra had one like representative for every genre of LGBT people come. And they had to like establish like the LGBT kingdom and like vote on which uh category they represent. They had like king, queen, prince, princess, jester, courtesan, and like two others, I forget. But that's, it's like that. Yes. <laughs> okay, I agree. I see where you're coming from. Um, but then they were like, yeah, it wasn't customary for girls to be promiscuous. And then the one guy says, once again, uh, I'm saying guy, but I mean, you know, 80 plus year old man. <laughs> some, some boy. Some little child. He goes... <laughs> Yeah, you guys really have it made today, which was disgusting. <laughs> but, like, it, did that conflict the point of the movie, too? Yeah. It's that boys always wanted this. Yeah. It's not... He, well, I thought we were supposed to like him, and then it turns out his point is, like, he wishes it was like this. That didn't make any sense. Right? Right. But it's like, now, cool. do we hate uh, today's age of technology um, and, I almost said swipe culture? <laughs> oh, I like gonna, I like that. Like dating ads. It's supposed to take a, a shot at all that and about how we're supposed to watch this movie and be like, yeah, dating apps are bad. But then this scene is like, so the dating apps are fine, the men are bad? <laughs> Which is like, I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) It's the point, men are bad no matter what, because I could get behind that. Yeah, I mean, fair. Fair point, and uh, it's made. We get it. Um, Because then there's like a scene where they're like, what's your favorite part on a woman? And they're like, oh, her big eyes. Chin. And then he's like, oh, I thought you were going to say the... appetizers (laughs) appetizers <laughs> I what okay what did that mean <laughs> did he switch from ass maybe but I feel like there's other things that you could say other than appetizer well, well no cause you had to say appetizers so that they could talk about the chips and so that the grandma can make one last dig at Carol the town slut by saying, 
Would you like more Lay's potato chip, Carol? Oh, I didn't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it was in the it was like in the background when like James and the grandpa were walking away to go have a talk. It was like kind of said in passing while that was happening. That's funny. But you bet your ass I marked I marked that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, uh, so winter break ends soon after. Well, there's some stuff I want to talk about that happened before that we kind of skipped over. Oh, because they're at the dinner and they're all on their phones, and the girlfriend is taking pictures with like a horrible duck face, and I just really want to like just can we can we stop making fun of millennials for taking a duck face selfie? When did that happen? It happened at Christmas dinner. Uh, so much happened at the, that. It was too long. That was a long ass scene. Yeah. But like, and that was like a dumb thing that we did for a very long time. But we also haven't done that in maybe five years. So like, can we move on? Can we I stop? I mean, that, but that checks for this movie's tone. I know. It does. And that's just why I just was like, ugh. But then... Uh, the mom is drunk, and so she takes a picture of herself in a robe because she's joining Jungle. And they keep saying photo profile instead of profile photo. <laughs> and did you see the how the cameraman got in the shot during that? Oh, no, I missed it. Yeah, like, I, 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 as soon as she started waving around her phone, I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then she, like, moves her phone, and you can briefly see the camera. Like in the phone, yeah. That I love that. That's I was great. excited. Oh, I, was, I, didn't I was ready see that. for it because I remember thinking, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> the mom is going on a date on Jungle. Well, not a date, meeting someone. Nope. Uh, is uh, going to a location. Going to uh, I got nothing. Agreed upon location. <laughs> agreed, up, uh, agreed upon pre-sex um, food establishment. Yeah. And she's talking about jungle. And this is when James finally decides to wear headphones. Uh, because it's convenient to the plot that he can't hear what she's saying until the very end of it. <laughs> and then... So she's like, I have a, yeah, I have a date. And walks away. And then James says... It's not a date. You could trust me on that. <laughs> Hee-haw. And then he calls his dad. So then the, him and his sister, yeah, dad it's not, and the girlfriend, go on It's not on cool a, to cock block your mom. No. <laughs> they go in a car to go and, like, find him. And for some... The car looks around them looks so fake. It literally looks like they computer-generated a car around them. <laughs> but it's like, okay, this is a hookup app. But they met at this weird cafe for wine. And I don't get why she didn't know the rules. Yeah, like, it's very clear. Like, they were talking about the terms and conditions at dinner with her friends. I know. But then, so I I have a couple issues. One, um, they're talking about, or they're like at this cafe thing. And it's very clearly... They went to an outdoor space that just had some picnic tables around and they oh. just threw some wine on it. it. It was probably the same space they shot the like outdoor mall slash student union. 
Oh, absolutely. But it was like, they definitely didn't pay to use this space right here. They just found this table. <laughs> and they had two full glasses of wine, like large glasses filled to the absolute brim. I, I get it. That might be how I pour wine, but it's definitely not how a restaurant does it. <laughs> Maybe they just ordered the bottle. But then they were going to leave. I don't know. Mama likes her medicine. Yeah. Because then he's like, I'm not going to spend money on you. And then he goes, I got to go. My next appointment is waiting on me. But listen, don't play so hard to get, lady. How long was he thinking this thing was going to take? Originally, if he already has another one. And, like, then why did you make the pit stop at the cafe and order a large glass of wine? Is it just, like, to keep you going through the evening? You just need fluids? I guess. But then, so then she calls her friends, and her friends are going through jungle, and then her friend is like, oh, my ex-husband. And it's literally, like, a picture of, like, a 70-year-old man. Or, my favorite thing is, like, they were scrolling quicker than they were, like, naming things. Mm Mm-hmm. So it'd be like halfway through a scroll and then someone would sit, make a comment on the picture that already left. Yeah. <laughs> this this movie, I want, I uh, meant to bring this up earlier, but the sound is like off. Like there's something weird about the sound. It was almost like they ADR'd the entire movie. <laughs> uh, it's either that or they just recorded everything in camera and didn't even like have a boom. Yeah. Because, and I know it was off, because we, in the the room that I was watching it, we have, like, a sound bar. And normally, um, because it comes through, like, the sound bar and not the TV, you know, maybe, like, a millisecond or two, um, the audio is a little behind. Yeah. Like, like just the actual TV. Um, but this one, I literally had to turn the sound bar off and turn up the volume on the TV because it was, it's very obviously like not very in sync originally. So then putting it with the sound bar, it was like, I can't watch this. It's just way too much. <laughs> there was like a five second gap. It was Oof. so bad. Maybe not five seconds, but it was like ridiculous. And I think it was the com- combination of both of those. <laughs> but then, um, so the they see... They see her leaving the date, um, and the dad goes, our work is done. But they did absolutely nothing. And how, how do you feel if you're with your boyfriend and he's like, excuse me, we need to go stop my ex-wife from moving on? Right. And then he's like, we did it. And it's like, we didn't get out of the car. <laughs> um, and then she's like... Oh, like, can we go out now? And he goes, go out. It's 1 a.m. And then the young girlfriend goes, that's when the clubs open. Which, uh, no, it's not. (laughs) Also, what outdoor restaurant is serving at 1 a.m.? That's a good point. We close that fucking patio at 10 p.m. sharp. Yeah. Maybe they brought brought the bottle of wine from home. (laughs) Um, the mom just carries it with her. So then, then we have this weird scene. This is, I think this is when he's typing up the survey. And he's in his room. And the sister comes in. 
and is trying to be like, get out of my room. And then um, James uh, says this to his sister. If you come in this room again, I'll post a message and it'll go viral saying that you have an STD. Sibling love. And then she goes to be like, that's not true. I haven't even. And then she trails off and he goes, oh, even better. I'll say you're a virgin. Abstinence is far worse stigma in public high school. Nothing will ruin your social standing (laughs) faster. I was like, what (laughs) the hell is happening? I loved it because it was another one of those moments where it's like, what is this movie's stance? On anything. (laughs) Because in this case, it seemed rather (laughs) anti-abstinence. And I respect that take for this movie to have. It's it's anti... Yeah, okay, so he's out here being mad that girls have sex with guys a lot. And now he's, like, reverse slut-shaming his sister. (laughs) He's like, man, these girls are fucking too much. Hey, you, sister, you're not fucking enough. (laughs) (laughs) I I like it. I think it's like this movie said, anti- or abstinence-only- Sex ed hurts everyone more than it helps anybody. <laughs> I think that's what the point of this scene was. Is it? No. Well, um... And also here comes to the point where, like... So everyone in this movie is a horrible person. Maybe the mom isn't? That's all I got. The mom also broke into her ex-husband's house multiple times. She had to get her china back. But, like, you don't... It's like... This movie keeps trying to redeem James. Like, yeah, he he coded the app, but it wasn't his idea. He's not a bad guy. Like, the, the movie's trying to make you really rally again around James. And then this scene happens, and you're just like, What? <laughs> like, I know the sister's mean, but, like, come on. And then then right before he leaves for college, it's like they hug and it's like supposed to be like, okay, they're all good. Even though she's never said a single nice thing throughout this entire movie. And he was just a total dick to her. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's accurate to siblings. (laughs) But then like her rebuttal to what everything he said was, who do you think your real parents are? Which is a good point because that's totally not his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the sex thing happens. The sex uh, survey happens. And but when does he, like, take down the app? Um, right now. Okay, because that was the thing I needed to talk about most. Because how... Okay, I get how he took down Jungle, but do, how does this man have access to every other hookup app? And how has he managed to take all of those down? Yeah, because he goes in and he kind of kills Jungle. And then he goes in and... Because his mom's like, oh, I'll just use the other apps. And then he's like, oh, no. And then he goes and somehow shuts down all of them. And I don't... I guess we're just supposed to take it as a fact that he's like this brilliant app creator dude. And who was the kid? 
Oh, I don't know. I think that was just a joke because when his mom was scrolling through Jungle, there was like a 10-year-old boy. Was there? Yeah, there was. And that's who it was. When they, remember when they like panned over to a kid? That was the weirdest scene to me because it, it just because he was with the tech guy, right? Yeah, so we go to the tech guy and the tech guy's complaining that all of the dating apps are gone. And he was like, hey, did anyone on our team do it? And then they panned to, like, this, like, 10-year-old kid. Just a random 10-year-old. And I don't remember. studio. I don't remember what he says. And he just, like, says something like, oh, I don't know. He's like, oh, what's different? And then, (laughs) but that was literally, like, in the scene prior when when his mom was going through jungle, we saw that exact kid in, in one of the stacks. Or whatever. Okay, because I missed remember, that. remember, there's no age restriction. Ugh, I thought that was just a throwaway bad joke. No. <laughs> Although this joke I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I just didn't understand why was all of a sudden there was a youth. I want to clarify my, my previous statement. I thought it was funny when the 10-year-old came up on the phone while okay. she was scrolling. That's better. I did not think it was funny when they made it to like made it more obvious and had him actually say a line and be like an actual character. You know what I mean? That was like, like huh. it's what? like making a joke and then like telling everybody like, "Hey, did you hear that funny joke I just made?" It's like just no, just like have the joke. I think my biggest question of all is why was he just in the studio for like the tech YouTuber? I think he works there. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> but yet, somehow James is smart enough and has the access to just go in and just turn off all the dating apps. For permanent, apparently. Yeah, like, whatever he does is, like, unfixable. It, it, it just seemed like he was coding in, like, the notes app. <laughs> Yeah. Are you coding about me in the notes are you, app? Hey, are you coding a dating app in the notes app? <laughs> um, I also want to, because uh, it's stated before that the girls have to post a picture of their underwear, right? Yeah. And then all the pictures of the guys that we're seeing, they're like fully clothed. So it's only girls that have to post pictures of their underwear, which makes me so mad. I mean, it Not that everything else app. is okay. But you know what I mean? Like, come on. I mean... It's just this whole movie. That's what this whole movie is. Is girls having to use their underwear. But but also, why would that science guy be talking about not being able to access dating apps while he's on camera? I I, I feel like he'd be pretty desirable. Maybe. Because he's like a nerd, but he's a famous one, and he had better hair than half this cast. But, like, why would that be something that you're talking about, like, on on your computer science show? Because it's a, it's a big thing in the tech world. If all the dating apps crashed at once. Oh, I guess so. No, but he was like, what am I going to do later? That's why he was talking about it. So then, so, um, Lance, which is Noah, <laughs> and his two lackeys... Are like at some fancy club <laughs> while they while the all the apps crash and they're like trying to figure out what happened 
And but then it's the like one the... makes a joke that's like, did you put something in this about his drink? And it's like, why did we need that joke? Yeehaw. It's funny. Haha. <laughs> um. And then, so he goes to go back to college and his sister's like, I'm moving back into your bedroom. And he goes, a virgin. But then, so he um, is trying to lock Lance out of his room and Lance can't get in even though, wouldn't he have a key? You would think. But like earlier, um, James's key didn't work when when Lance was fucking... For yeah, some why? Reason. Why are you able to lock your dorm from the inside so that people with keys can't get in? That's not a thing that can happen. Yeah, That's you not can't how just keys work. Ban, especially in college, you can't just ban someone from their room. No. Whatever. But then we have the one character uh, starts picking it, and the one guy goes, "Where did you learn how to pick a lock?" And the other one goes, "My cellmate taught me." What, what, what? <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so then he, like, runs away from them. And, um... <laughs> so he runs up with Hannah again. He meets with Hannah. And is like, you have to help me. Um, and she's like, okay, follow me. <laughs> and so then they're going to the sorority house... And they're about to walk in, and then he goes, why? I don't know. He goes just like, why are you doing this, or something like that. And she says, why am I okay with helping you? And then this man goes, no. Why are you so shy? Because <laughs> remember, her two personality traits are shy and reads books. <laughs> yeah, she's been reading a book in every single one. Yeah, literally every scene she's in, she's reading a book. Um, And then she tells him that she has a bad stutter and it comes back when she's nervous and people talk about her. Or talk in front of other people, whatever. And then they hide him in the sorority house. And then this Um, goes on forever. Well, then there's a... See, that's what, every once in a while there's, like, a just a funny line delivery. And, like, so, a uh, blonde bowl cut dude was, like, eating a bunch of stuff. And then the other one goes, are you going to eat that? Well, there's mold on it, so be careful, bud. Um, I didn't do justice. It was Yeah, sounds hilarious. Bad... <laughs> it was an okay line reading. So then... So James is like, girls, I'll make you an app for girls. Like, that's like the jungle, but like what girls want. And so then Hannah like gets all the girls together, which once again, how is she in a sorority, you know? Because she seems... she in a sorority house? She seems Uh, lame, I'll be honest. But also like, one, it's her freshman year. How are you living in a sorority house? That too. Why would this character want to be in a sorority? That is a well-asked question. And how would she get in there if she doesn't like talking to people? Yeah, like, you can't bring your book to Rush, nerd. (laughs) But they're in this meeting that Hannah calls all the girls in, and then Hannah deadass pulls out a book and starts reading. (laughs) (laughs) It's in every scene, I think. Every scene, she's reading a book. 
And then, um... Because... I, I guess she's just, like, different from girls. Right. She's just so different. But then, like, so he starts asking questions, and they keep being like, Ugh! Like, we gotta get up. Like, we don't have time for this. But it's like, they're the ones who, like, wanted to have this meeting. And then they're, like, mad that he's having the meeting. I don't know. I... And then... This this thing is all so confusing. Because it's like he's making an app, then he's not making an app. And then he does it, and then they're like fine with it. And then he's like, I'm not making you an app. And then the next scene, the one girl's like, come, James is telling us about his app. But it was like, he just fucking told you that there is no app. (sighs) But then he says the worst line of the entire movie. We're not there yet, though. (sighs) I'm there. (laughs) Um... Because they're in this meeting, and then James says, do you think men look at you like you're a piece of meat? And she's like, wow, are you like a psych major? Which sounds like a joke line, but like is told fully in in earnest. (laughs) Like she thinks he's a mind reader because he kind of figured out that women sometimes think that. And he's like, and they're like, oh, none of us have been on a date. Men these days don't date you. They just have sex with you. The f- None of them have been on a date? Yeah. None of them. It's, and then Hannah says... It's just, it's too much. It's like trying to be satire, but like, at some point, satire has to be subtle. Not even subtle. It just has to be like, rooted in realism. right um and then Hannah's like an app isn't the solution for relationships but maybe I was just born in the wrong century and then she and then apparently uh Lance is getting death threats for taking down the hookup apps which is ridiculous feels like a lot um no one's that horny oh nope that's not true no one (laughs) It's not the app that they would be threatening. No. No. No? It would be the, like, nearest woman at a bar who said she had a boyfriend. Right. Because a man's not going to threaten another man. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Just women great woohoo so basically they're tr- they're forcing James to uh, re-upload the apps and then he tricks them into making sleepy time tea so that they all fall asleep um, and then he runs out but before that James t- or uh, Lance changes his shirt on camera for some reason I noticed that I was like oh there's the obligatory shirtless scene but yeah Nella Centineo's in this movie you need to have him take his shirt off so then he runs back to the sorority house uh, for them for them to hide him. And he basically just yells at them that he likes Hannah. And then Hannah immediately takes a step down as, like, in the scene, but didn't hear him for some reason. <laughs> and Yeah, it's like Hannah is all, like, mad at him for making the app. But as soon as he does 
exactly what she said she hated, which is saying her name in front of a huge group of people and declaring right his love for her. She likes it this time. Right. Um, but before that, <laughs> there's a part where he asks her what her middle name is. Um, because that's a whole big thing throughout the movie is that guys don't care about their name and they don't want you to know, you know, their full name. But James, he's different. He wants to know Hannah's middle name. (laughs) And so so she goes, oh, I'm Hannah Grace Martin. And then he goes, that fits you. It embodies your eyes and your hair and your hands all in one sentence. It's like a song. Why are they just keep going on and on about the singing? I don't know. We don't get a song. (laughs) But also it's like, what does that even mean? And how is a sentence like a song? I I don't know. If if someone found out what my middle name was and then said that to me, I would never see them again in my life. (laughs) Um, If anyone talked to me like any of these characters talked to each other, I would just immediately cut them out. Um, and then they kept being like, they're gonna kill him. We need him alive so we can finish the app. It's like they literally think that Lance and his two friends are are literally going to murder him. It's, it's, everything's too violent all of a sudden. <laughs> um, and he's supposed to be hiding, so he decides to sit next to the window with the blinds open. <laughs> and then that's when, uh, Lance calls what the girls bimbos again. Because he's like, one of you bimbos gave me the key. And then they're like, their weapons were going to kill us. But all the girls have are like candlesticks. And, and like, picture frames. Um, like, and that's the issue with Noah Centineo's character. It's like you can have, there's a difference between, like the whole point of character development is they start in one place and end up in the other. But, right. and he does that. But there has to be a build. He's sexist for 98% of the movies. He doesn't change at all. And then in the last two minutes, he's suddenly fine. That's not how character development works. No, that's why I agree with you. I think that they filmed that that last scene after he was popular. Because they couldn't, like, make their bankable star the villain. No. But he is. (laughs) And so then there's, like, this scene where, like, Lance is complimenting the one girl, Wesley's complimenting Rachel, Rachel, and the other one keeps complimenting Lauren, and I'm like, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> um, and then there's a reminder that originally Lance said that NASA commissioned Jungle, and, like, that was just forgiven. Oh, I forgot all about that plotline, because it's just Dumb. another thing that the movie's spending time on. But then Hannah's Hannah's reading and walking again while the guys come up to her and tell him tell her that James made jungle. And then she's like, My deal breaker are it's liars. liars. <laughs> and then one of the one of the lackeys, Lance's lackeys, calls Hannah four eyes even though she doesn't even have glasses. It's cause he only has eyes for her. Right. And then they specifically call her Hannah Martin, even though their whole deal is that they don't care to learn girls' names. Well, because she was the only one that wouldn't fuck them, so... 
They remembered her. They remembered. She she made an impact. So then, then we get to this weird thing where, um, and he's explaining his app to the girls, and his whole big presentation is that telling women that they can make choices and they have power. Because, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't have been able to figure that out if a man didn't tell them. I don't see how you would. Right. They're like, the boys are on jungle. And it's like, the boys are going where the girls go. <laughs> and, and so, and then, and then when he says the line, are you the app? You are the app. I, <laughs> I scrolled back up our texts and, um, what I sent to you in all caps is you are the app. Are you fucking kidding me? Did a Christian write this? Because right after all of a sudden, he's like, God made you how you were made. And that's good enough. And I'm like, what movie is this now? What's going on? <laughs> A different one. Like, God, I did come for the fucking Christian Mingle movie. I already watched that. Um. Another dating app. Did he take down Christian Mingle when he took down these? Was plenty of fish gone? Farmers only. Where was his line? You know uh, Coffee Meets Bagel was, was discontinued. <laughs> so then, so yeah, so Hannah finds out that James coded it, and she goes, I just started to trust you again. But also it's like, why didn't he trust, why didn't, did she stop trusting him? Cause he, he didn't do anything to break her trust, he just kind of embarrassed her one time. But he knew she would hate that. Apparently. Because did they date, like, through all through high school? Because they seemed to, like, barely know each other. No, at some they were points. supposed to be friends. And he was... It's clear that he was in love with her all throughout high school. See, I thought they were, like, dating together at prom. That's why they went to prom together. No, I think he just was like, let me make this bold move. Oh, okay. But then... So then he's like, I did it for MIT. And love. Because... I love Hannah because basically he loves her because she didn't go on the app. It's <laughs> the main reason why he loves her. And then one other girl goes, if you don't kiss him right now, I'm going to ask him to marry me. Uh, and then the other girl goes, I'll beat you to it. It's like all of a sudden. And did you notice how he didn't have his glasses on anymore? I did notice that. Because he's hot now, because he respects women, and that's the most sexy thing a guy could do. Right. And then, this is this is your point that you already brought up, is the one girl literally says, Come on, Hannah, he just told you he loved you in front of all these girls. Like, yeah, this is exactly what you told him that you don't want. This kind of moment in front of a lot of people, and he just did it again. He just... He just did the same thing, except he didn't sing this time. Yeah. And that's why he's like, I'm not going to sing to you. But she's, like, shocked that this happened, which, like, one, um, he already professed his love to you a year ago at prom. That's why you're mad at him. <laughs> and then he even made a comment in your first conversation seeing him since then. He goes, well, I was in love with you for four years. How is this such a big shock? I... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, Lord. 
And then they hug and then they kiss and then they giggle. <laughs> and then the movie ends and then it but restarts then, real not, quick. No, that's not the end. That's not the end. Because then Lance is like, hey, Wesley, can you take a few steps back from Rachel? I really like her. No, that's what I'm saying. The movie ends there. Then it restarts real quick to oh, have right. like no Santo to his thing. <laughs> and then so Lance is like, hey, Wesley, will you take a step back from Rachel? I like her. But also it's like you... This movie, at the beginning, you had sex with her. <laughs> and then you never talked to her. You Then you never talked to her again. Like, you very easily could have talked to her. And then she's like, he's waiting for her to walk out of the house. And then she walks out, and he's like, do you have a minute? She was like, no, I'm late for class. She has literally the smallest binder in the world, and then a tiny <laughs> notebook. And then leisurely walks to class. And he says... I'll take your books. I know you're not used to them. It's like, did he just call her dumb? <laughs> he's he's the king of the school. Yeah. And then, like, I this is what I wrote. How come no one else is on this campus ever? <laughs> hmm, it's, is it because they could only hire ten extras? Yeah. And then she's going to be late for class because she is already late and is, like, casually strolling. And then um, the the credits roll, and the movie is dedicated to her parents in memoriam. That's so sad. Isn't it? I turned it off as soon as it ended. I missed that. So, but... Oh, fucking finally done. I'm so sick of this film. No. No. I will not call it a film. I take that back. Um, this... Uh, collection of scenes. <laughs> there it is. What would you? What would you rate it? Or I, I have a before that. I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Is you can only use one dating app for the rest of your life. Are you using Jungle or Christian Mingle? Christian Mingle. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Yeah. The most fun part are the weird messages you get and then the whole point of jungle is that you don't have that you know what i mean well they still say like hello right i don't know or is it just like you send a location but like you can't talk to them really i guess they don't want to get to know you remember that's fair and i guess you get some pretty entertaining stuff from the christians yeah what about you you have to choose Hard, Are you going full jungle? It's really like opposite ends of right. exactly what I don't want. Right. Like it's the worst, the two worst options I could say that are exactly opposite from each other. That's both of these. I'm also hoping that there's probably a lot of people who have joke Christian mingle accounts that I'll find those. That's true. Because <laughs> we did make one. Yeah. I I think what I would do is. Try to find a way to get back on Tinder. I'm still, I'm still out here hustling. <laughs> That's why when I you got your new phone, I thought you got a new phone number. Oh, I, I, I thought about it, but I didn't. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, it was, it was too much. <laughs> drinking game, just the whole drinking game is just gonna be drink anytime something offensive happens. Or something sexist, specifically. 
I feel like we haven't done this in a while, so I'm going to go back to our old classic of just don't fucking watch this movie. You, I feel like we do that ex- like every episode. <laughs> I th- no, I think it's been a bit. That's why I'm bringing it back. Because we, we did not recommend Solo and then whatever was before that. Geostorm. There's been enough. It's season two. We haven't done it in season two yet. So I'm, I'm using it now. Did we say not to watch Geostorm? No, we, we said you could watch Geostorm. Oh. Yeah. I, I, could wa- I could deal with watching Geostorm again. I would never want to watch this movie again. Ever. I don't understand how you watched it twice. <laughs> I... I don't... I don't know how to articulate it correctly because it's gonna make it sound like I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I am... It's been a few days, so I'm cooled down a little bit, but this movie just fills me with just rage. I'm so mad it exists. I'm so mad you made me watch it. (laughs) You're welcome. I cannot wait to make... It's gonna be my turn to make you watch a movie that you're just gonna absolutely hate. I can't wait to do it to you. Now this is like a revenge on each other. It's it's going to be a new thing. <laughs> but you have. I I really hate a Christmas horror story. Do, do you do you hate it more than this? Yes. That blows my mind. I would watch I would watch this 100 times over. Uh Christmas horror story. I cannot believe that. Because here's I we we talk a lot about um like bad movies that are fun to watch that they end up being like we high give them high ratings like you gave Ma a high rating like yeah. they're bad we recognize that they're bad but they're fun Mhm Every once in a while there's bad movies that I I don't want to say like I don't like this movie and I want to make that very clear I do not think this is a good movie I don't think it's a fun, bad movie. <laughs> but, like, there's movies that I, I that they're bad, and I recognize them as bad. But I just am fine. Like, I just love watching them, even though I'm not having a good time. <laughs> so it sounds like you're... I'm like a masochist for like bad movies. That's that's was the word I was gonna say Methodist, but I knew it was wrong. Because <laughs> it's like with this one, I willingly watched the whole thing and was just like laughing at, uh, just laughing at the movie. Honestly, just having a great time. <laughs> I just because, but then. Like, every time they showed Hannah reading another book, I just would laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and I don't want to be misconstrued. I don't want I don't want people thinking that I like this movie, because I, I mean, I don't. But it's like, I don't, this isn't a bad movie that's fun, but this is a bad, this is the kind of bad movies that I will always watch. Okay. I'm starting to understand. Maybe if, honestly, if I had my phone and I was allowed to distract myself, I would have been a little bit milder on it. But since I could do nothing except pay full attention to this movie, 
I'm just full of fire and brimstone. I think that is a, a playing a much bigger factor than, you know, on the surface you would realize. Because you're either, I'll, I have... I have to watch this and I can I have to put my full attention to it or I'm on Twitter and can only listen to it. Like it was either one or the other. Yeah. Whereas like if you were able to like scroll through Twitter or Instagram or whatever with it on or scroll through dating apps. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. But like and when it comes to me and bad movies, it's like with Christmas Horror Story. Sure. It's like boring or not boring. It's a little boring. But, like, at the end of the day, it still, for me, has, like, Santa killing a bunch of zombie elves. And it's just so insane that, like, I can't hate it no matter what. But this, on the other hand, is, like, doing such an attempt to be realistic but failing so hard. I think that's part of the thing that just makes me so angry at it. And, of course, the fact that it's just so sexist. Yes. Well, somehow still being written by a woman and directed by a woman. It's like sexist in a way where watching it, you don't. It's like a pro woman movie that doesn't. (sighs) That's not how I want to say it. It's like an anti man movie that makes the man the savior gives the man the girl it's like it's like a nice Twice. guys always finish last kind of movie right it's like it's like pro women in the way where it's like women it's like that that subsection of it's it's. I think it's like what I said. It's like the wife of the southern senator who's like, oh, I don't really need to vote. I was literally about to say, it's like a Trump woman. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, well, I'm... Ha- <laughs> it's gonna be... Maybe if... No one who voted for Trump is listening to no, it, It's like one of those women who is like, yeah, I'm a feminist, but if you have sex, God is punishing you and you have to keep the baby. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those. It's, it's, no, it's one of those, like, I'm happy because I love coming home and cleaning my <laughs> cleaning my house and cooking for my husband. I'm happy. Leave me alone. All women <laughs> should do this. <laughs> it's like... It's very 60s housewife. Yeah. Um, it's pro-women in that way. It's like, yeah, women can do anything that they want as long as it ultimately revolves around a man. It's like women can women can follow their dreams, but let's not get crazy here. No, women can have sex or they can read and those are their two options. <laughs> it's like I'd vote for like a woman like in the local government, but to be president, you haven't you heard of periods? <laughs> Mood swings, honey. It's like, I know me, and I just get crazy, and I only want chocolate. (laughs) That's who made this movie. I'd start bleeding and start a whole war. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't don't catch me on my cramp day. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like it's like so weird. She buys the shirts from gas stations that are like, "Yes, this girl loves guns." <laughs> Do you know what the shirts I mean? Yeah. This message for this movie is is just very uh, confusing. I think we nailed the <laughs> the. That's just tone. like yeah. That's just like the vibe it gets off. It's like. Girls, you don't have to have sex with men, but they do need to solve your problems. But also you should have, I don't know, but also it's bad to be a virgin. <laughs> and with that, do we do we have any other segments? We need to rate it. We haven't rated it. We haven't rated it. And do you want to fix it? I don't think there's any fixing this movie. Yeah, I was about to say, I think we've found an unfixable movie. Because it's to the point where there's nothing I would keep. No. There's not a single thing I would keep. It would just be a new movie. Yeah. Like, not not a single cast member, not a single anything. So, there, there's no point in saying, like, oh, let's fix it. Unless it was like a, um, hear me out, an app that let you control men's actions. Oh my god, this is our third app, dating app slash app based movie. It is. <laughs> um, Should we do the other No Siento app movie? What's that one? It's like where he creates an app that lets women like rent him. Um, we absolutely should do that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fantastic. Uh, okay, so what do you rate this? Is it like a zero? It's zero stars for me. I, uh, I, I think I've well expressed how much I hate this, so there's no need for me to go further. But I don't think we're going to watch a movie, at least for a really long time, that I'm going to hate more. I can say that pretty confidently. I was, like, trying to scroll through our other episodes to see other movies that I hated more, and I also hated Sucker Punch more than this. I I did, too, but at least, like, at the end of the day, I can say Sucker Punch was well made. Fair. Or it, like, was made. You know, they did multiple takes when a car drove by or something. They did something. I see, I have trouble rating this movie because I... I have trouble figuring out. I'm gonna go with a, just a one. Seems high, but okay. It might be a generous one, but it's fun to watch in the sense that you, when you're making fun of it. But also, it's not worth watching because I don't want to have this person who made this. Movie get more views because it's <laughs> not worth it. I, I really want to just end everyone who was involved with this career. I don't think any of these people should be allowed to work again. I'll say it. Even Noah. You even Noah, Noah. Even the mom from Good Luck Charlie. <gasps> I went there. That's how much I hate this film. Blasphemy. Uh, it's gonna make a Good Luck Charlie joke, but. I, Hang in there, I baby. 
<laughs> there it is. <laughs> You'll come to it eventually. Um. Oh, you think I couldn't make a Good Luck Charlie reference off the spot? Who do you think <laughs> I am? <laughs> right. So. Plugs? Uh, can we just, can we be over? I'm. Well, don't uh, you want to give a recommendation for a sh- TV show? <laughs> Oh, the whole reason we watched this movie, you mean? That's how much I hate it. I forgot why we did this movie in the first place. Why we chose, like, a romantic comedy, quote-unquote. <laughs> it distracted me too much. I was too mad. We chose a romance movie because we wanted to find, like, a subtle opportunity to talk about Are You the One? But that was not made available. It didn't work out. We had too much to say. <laughs> so instead, we're just going to talk about Are You the One for a little bit because we fucking love it. <laughs> it's going to be like every episode. It's like movie, 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 movie. All right. At the, oh, is it the end? No, it's time for us to talk about something we love. Because. <laughs> That's a, that's the new segment we need to have is we need to like make ourselves happy again because yeah it's gonna oh, yeah we'll give we kind of started doing that like give recommendations for something better this is like that except it's very specific and it's just about <laughs> one perfect TV show it is perfect I love it so much and I'm so happy I finally have someone to well I've always had people to share it with but um. Now, someone who's consistently watching, which is fun. <laughs> so, if you don't know what Are You the One is, it is. How a- fucking dare you! <laughs> it is a TV show where they take, what is it, 16? That's only for this season. For this it's season. Normally it's 20. like tw- 20 singles, 10 men, 10 women, and they, they just are all throw told. throw a bunch of horny hot singles and throw them into a house and say. <laughs> Find someone you love. <laughs> yeah, and the, 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 there's like a love scientist or whatever who like does extensive <laughs> profiles and figures out who everyone's perfect match is. And it's up to them to, in like eight guesses, they get like eight guesses to match every single one up with their perfect match. You get 10. They get 10 guesses. Mm-hmm. But this season, every season it's been like, you know, just straight couples. This season, everyone is sexually fluid. Which means anybody could be any match, anyone's match. It's, like, so hard to figure out. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, that's, like, the whole thing. That's why there's less of them is because there's more options, so it's harder. Yeah. But, um, like, normally, I've watched every season. I kind of went in late in the first season, but I've watched every season. And... Uh, this is the first time where we're, like, this many episodes in and I have, like, not a single clue as to, like, any of the matches. I, I think, I think I know a few. I'm gonna disagree there's with like, you. I'm pretty yeah, certain on like, two of them. There's a few, but then, like, they always, they're, like, never, they never end up being matches anyways. Like, you could be so sure and they're not gonna be a match because it's so fucking arbitrary. <laughs> That's fair. Like... I only I started watching this season because of the new twist, and then I went and rewatched all of last season because it was free on MPP's website because I loved it so much. And and now I just want more. I want to know where I can find the other seasons because I will watch them. <laughs> we need to find them because I also there's just so much like 
Because also, it's fun watching from the beginning because the stakes have gotten higher every year. Like, have they? There is... Yeah, at the beginning, it was like, all right, you have 10 shots. Um, there's 20 of you. All right, have at it. And then it was like, at one point, they introduced the blackout rule. Oh, the blackout rule wasn't... Money. It wasn't oh, always okay. a thing. I think that was like the third or fourth season. That's the most stressful part. I know. Because it kept happening, and then people kept being like, oh, well, this is a lot of information. Like, we're fine with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, there was one season where there is a girl um, that <laughs> they added right at the end. So they're like, oh, it's, there's 10 guys and 10 girls. And then, like, another girl came out, and they were like, this girl also has the same match as some other girl that's in the house. <laughs> That's so chaotic. Like, <laughs> I know. So the one guy had like two girls, like that could be his match, and one of them was like possibly this girl. So I love then, that. Every matchup ceremony, there was always one girl that was just sitting there by herself. Aww. I love um, it. So that was fun. Um, there has been some season. There has been at least one season where like they just don't win, which is fun. Oh, that almost seems sad. <laughs> oh, it's very sad. And there's one season they tried to do like a Are You the One Second Chances thing where it was Ooh. like a game show with like perfect match couples. Um, and all the ones from like the, like they all kept making fun of like the couple from the season that lost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fun. Um... It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. Highlights include in season seven, from what I've seen, there is this girl named Bria. <laughs> and she is as if the Tasmanian devil, like the whirlwind cartoon Looney Tune, came to life and was a person. <laughs> is that a fair description? But, but was still... So it was, but was still kind of like psychotic, but more angry. <laughs> more. Yeah, I don't want to say psychotic. I want to say, but if he was more chaotic, is what I was trying to say. Just had more un unchecked rage. <laughs> and then, and then he just happened to be dating someone that. Loves to fuel that rage. <laughs> exactly. That's the, probably the main plot line of uh, Seven, right? Yeah. Their it relationship. Never goes away. <laughs> and it's so good. It makes the whole, that alone makes the whole season worth it. And then there's just so much more on top of it. And that's the best part about this show is that there's always a couple. That's attached at the hip, and then they find out they're not a match, and then they just refuse to stop fucking each other. And that just happened this new season that's currently on. Yeah. Oh, every time. Like clockwork. Sometimes multiple times. And then I love watching the tell-all, and they're like, yeah, me and this other guy had like a full relationship at the beginning of the season that just got cut. (laughs) Just because the one couple was so chaotic. Yeah, they just had so much screen time for like the other people. It might, it's like, I always, that's like the one show I'm always so excited when it comes back for another season. I'm like so excited to watch. I'm on board with you now. Like it's, 
It's the perfect show for everyone who likes, say, Rock of Love. I love Flava Flav. Also The Bachelor, but more chaotic. Yeah, if, like, you wish The Bachelor was, like, messier. <laughs> yeah, and it, like which ba- I do. I like, don't watch The Bachelor, but I love like this. If Bachelor in Paradise had more stakes <laughs> um, and more sex. And maybe even more chaos. Absolutely more chaos. We can't express to you how chaotic everything is. It's it's just the most deeply chaotic show I've ever seen. And then the best part is that because then the host always yells at them because they're using their heads and they need to, you know. Use their hearts to find use love. Use their hearts. And like they only want that because as, as soon as you start doing, like dealing with strategy, you can figure out Pretty who the matches are by the end of it. By like, oh, okay, this person sat with this person. This person sat with this person. This person's not a match. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can figure it out. Yeah, um, the str- they don't the, want you doing that. That's why they're like, don't use your head. <laughs> Every, like, season, there's at least two matchup ceremonies where they decide to do it strategically. And those are the only ones that ever help them. I know. It's because that's how you have to do this game. And then, oh my god, the fake technology. Oh, it's so good. They go into, like, a little hut made out of bamboo. And then on the inside, it's like they're on a spaceship. <laughs> and then lasers scan them. <laughs> okay, what what we're describing is the truth booth. Where every episode, one couple goes in, and then it, they get scanned, and then it reveals if they're a perfect match or not. Yeah. So it can help um, you out. And then they have a matchup ceremony where they all pick someone and they figure out how many matches they have, but they don't know who the matches are. They just know how many matches they are. But when they when they lock in for who they're sitting with, they both put their hands on an iPad and then the iPad does a fake scan. <laughs> it's good. I, it's I, so good. It's my favorite part because it's it looks you can even people who, like, aren't even, like, I don't know. I was going to say just, I don't know. Anyone looking at it, you're like, you're not fooling me, television show. I know that this is not real. I want to like, know. I just wanted to add, like, a science fiction element to it. <laughs> I want to know how many times have they, like, figured out who the matches were, but, like, producers are like, you can't do it until the last episode because we need a full season. That's when I'm like, I always wonder that. Like, what would happen if it was, like, the second one and they just happened to get it right? <laughs> yeah, what if it was, like, only two were wrong or something? They'd probably go talk to one person and they're like, hey, pick this one instead so that we could just fuck up the rest of the train. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, it has to be something like that. But it's very fun. And you should watch it if you just love some good trash TV. <laughs> But also, it's not trash. It's perfect. It's so beautiful. So that's that. That's Are You The One. That's also Swiped. Yeah, this is now an Are You The One review podcast, which I wouldn't hate doing. I wouldn't either. We should do that next season. (laughs) In the meantime, while we're waiting for Survivor. That's what (laughs) it is. It's all the stakes of Survivor. With more chaos and more romance. It's everything we ever wanted. 
Yeah. And my favorite part that they never talk about is that they win. The prize money is a million dollars. But it's not a million dollars each. They all share a million dollars. How much? Have you ever done the math? I have. It's like, here, I'll do it again. This is also pre-taxes. It's $50,000. I mean, uh, when, you're, so when you're trying to be an influencer, which all of these people are. Yeah. It's good money. But that's also pre-taxes. And uh, here's it's like Big Brother, but good because they cast the same way Big Brother would, but they don't need good strategy. Um, and this season they're getting more because there's less of them. They're getting like a little over sixty. Oh, so this is the season you actually want to be on? Yeah, I, I'm curious to see if they like how they do their seasons going forward. I, yeah. I hope... I, I I really... I think the, like, sexually fluid cast is really adding something. I do, too. So I hope they so, keep it. Yeah. Is that gonna be, like, solely it? Are they gonna throw straight people back into it? Is it gonna be half and half? I'm just curious. Because it, it seems like what you're saying, every season they love adding a new twist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. This was, like, the biggest twist yet. But there's always, like, every season they add stakes. Like, more stakes. Mm-hmm. And, like, first they did a blackout. It was like, oh, if you blackout, you lose half your money. But then that was it. Like, the first season they introduced it, it was like, oh, if you blackout once, you lose half your money. Then, like, the next season it was like, all right, if you blackout again, then you lose another half of your money after that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like every every season they kind of like spice it up a little bit and they do something different. So I'm just curious if like like where they go from here. I'm excited to find out. I'm a, we're both along for the ride. At this yeah, point, I'm on. what I'm could the show in. do to lose you? Nothing for me. <laughs> they tried throwing a Republican in the mix. <laughs> oh, he was the fucking worst. So they, they tried to, to steer us off. Because you know what the thing was? He was like trying to seem like the best guy in the house when he was all like, I care only about your feelings, your deep feelings. But the moment she like started to have feelings for someone else or consider that, he got all mad and stopped caring about her feelings. Oh, I hated him. Yeah, he was sucked. He sucked. He was not great. And, but of course, his perfect match was who his perfect match was. <laughs> it all made sense. We won't sense. spoil. We won't spoil. Um, so yeah, that's this episode. That's this the reason we're perhaps, doing what we're doing. This is perhaps the weirdest episode. It's um, gonna be the longest. Definitely the longest. It's gonna be interesting to edit. There's also been a lot of like... I mean, this is just the nature of the movie where we, like, said something and then there was just a long pause um, because <laughs> there's nothing to say or we're trying to articulate it. So I will be cutting all of those down. Um, so just know that if there's a small pause, know that it was longer. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, don't watch Swiped. Go watch Are You The One. <laughs> Yes, that's our recommendation. I'm um, I'm Twitter at 
underscore Quinn Latifah. And I'm at Mala Turn Up. We're both at One Star Movies on Twitter. Follow, you can also follow us on Letterboxd. One Star. That's oh, we it. We got just one star. It, we got one star. I know. Wow. We're on the cutting edge. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that. Okay, bye. I mean, yep. Too yeah. late. <laughs> you don't get to say anything after I say K bye. Those are the rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Oh, thank God.